All right, I, I think we're rolling. Fucking, what the fuck is up, Five Hundred Club? <laughs> I, I uh, instantly feel a little awkward. <laughs> this is a strange setup. It's different for sure. We're in my uh, new home studio. Uh, I guess let's start with saying welcome to the Five Hundred Club, everybody. Yeah, welcome. It's been a minute. I feel awkward for a couple reasons. We're sitting on a couch together. Uh, we're a good, probably five feet apart, I'd say. So that's cool. We're we're pretty much social distanced. I feel like I'm trying to hang over like the arm just to, trying to keep, keep away that. from you. So yeah, I've uh, I've contracted COVID. Not currently. Not currently. I've it's been we're coming up on two months since I contracted it, and I've been symptom free and uh, good and healthy for quite a while. But that was a fun little experiment or experience. Word, yeah, I had going on, and then. To my knowledge, I've remained COVID free. Yeah. And uh, have you been tested a couple times? No, I've never been tested. Oh, well, I lied to Christine. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's been tested a bunch. He's good. She's like, how do you know he doesn't have it? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have like the antibodies for it now. So I'm not overly concerned. I literally take like my temperature every day and stuff like that. And work takes our temperatures and all of that. But yeah, I've had no symptoms. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's been a long time since we podcasted. <laughs> yeah. So we had we actually like right as the world started to burn, we recorded an episode uh, and we're like, we don't feel that this is the right moment in time for this episode. For our, our brand of silliness with uh, how serious everything was, uh, aside from COVID, you know, obviously George Floyd was killed and uh, it was just like all hell breaking loose. Yeah, and everywhere. We sort of just decided that it probably wasn't the best time for us to drop an episode where we were just being kind of silly. And we yeah. did address what was going on, though. It wasn't like we just breezed over it, but uh, it just didn't feel right. So. Yeah, I don't feel like that is like we all were dudes with our own opinions and stuff, but we don't really like it's bring our, that to the format. You know, it's it's not our lane. I would yeah, say. yeah. We kind of want to stay like cracking jokes about us being fat and yeah talking of other aspects of life when especially when you're getting nailed from like politics and everything on all angles like you don't need to hear it from me i'm just some dude yeah man it it was a real ugly situation i feel safe to say and i would hope all my friends and and anyone who doesn't know me will will know that like i completely support the black community uh you know police violence against anyone is wrong yeah and that's kind of my stance but without like fully going into that because again that's just not our lane but it was, uh, I don't know, it just didn't feel right. So we, we went on a bit of a hiatus. And between then and now, a lot of crazy shit has happened. We have quite a bit to talk about and catch up on. Yeah, totally. Um, well, I mean, I guess we could start with you. Like, you, uh, you've already kind of mentioned that we're in the home studio here. Yeah, so we purchased a new home. Uh, we got further away from the city, which is something that we had been talking about doing for a while. Um really super stoked with the setup here in this new house uh quite a bit bigger our, our last house was kind of like a small starter home so we're pretty stoked to be in this nice comfortable setting that's kind of more towards the country and uh i don't know we're just enjoying it quite a bit and then a bonus to that is i've got this badass studio space it's a nice loft that's over our garage that i was able to very easily kind of convert in my own space so yeah dude it's pretty rad uh this couch that we're sitting on is brand new. Oh, tell uh, the couch story. <laughs> yeah. I got the couch yesterday. 
Um, yesterday was the first thieves practice that's happened since I was sick, you know, like a month and a half ago. So mm. really, I hadn't seen anyone except for at work because I've been back to work. But uh, any friends for quite a while. But I got this couch and it got delivered yesterday. And the dude that was delivering it, I asked him, hey, take a look. Basically, there's a, a stairway that leads up to the door that comes into this loft space. And then it's a U-turn up another stairway. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if this is going to make it up or not, but I'd really appreciate if you guys could try. And the guy looked and he's like, fuck, no, that's not going up there. Mm. And I'm kind of like, oh, you're not going to try. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So I chopped that dude's tip in half. But I was kind of mm. staring at it. I'm like, you know what? It will go up there. I'm putting it up there one way or another. <laughs> so I wrapped the couch in moving blankets and I somehow finagled it up the first staircase and got it standing on its end. And I started trying to finagle it into the doorway and it would not go. It was, in fact, too tall. Mm-hmm. So I uh, took a sawzall and I cut a big four foot by four foot hole in the wall <laughs> leading out into our garage so I could swing the ass end into that. And I got it in. <laughs> I was able to swing it over and get it up into the door and get it in. So basically, I felt like a champion of the world yesterday. Uh- at the expense of one wall, it is quite a comfortable couch. I'll say it was the expense of one wall. And uh, it turns out that I had won the battle, not the war. Because <laughs> today I fucking woke up feeling sore. But then at one point I strapped Everett into his car seat. We were going to go run a quick errand. And I pulled my back real fucking bad. And oh, I know man. that was directly related to this couch fiasco. So well, I think the couch ultimately won that one. Yeah, they insult you. Like, uh, man, I didn't even think about the whole putting the hole in the wall thing like when we moved what are those things called a chaise lounge or whatever like part of a sectional like oh sure sure jen was all about this chaise lounge and uh getting it in the basement the the same thing the dudes were like no way we're not even trying it and i'm like ah why not just go for it they're like it won't i promise you (laughs) and i think they i think they eventually did try and they were correct it wouldn't go but i could have punched probably a hole in something dude Chop a hole in a wall. I feel like I've been at this house game long enough to where I'm confident that I can just fix shit. Yeah. So like putting a four foot hole in a wall, I cut the studs out. Not a big deal. I'll just kind of frame in some new studs and throw some drywall up. And uh, now we got a couch to sit on. Yeah, I don't. Man, I'm trying to remember on the last episode, like bring that mic up by your face. A yeah. More. The, sorry if I'm banging around a little bit. When we recorded the last one, was my house under construction? Uh, I think it was, yeah, but I don't think we discussed that on any episodes that got released. Oh, word. Well, my house was under construction, and, uh, like, we flooded and got a bunch of water and stuff and had to go through, like, the insurance, and they fixed all that stuff. And uh, I've determined that I like hiring people to do my work a lot more than I like doing it myself. I like the idea of hiring people, but the fact that I I kind of know how to do most of the shit around the house. Yeah. Uh, just for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just my stupid ego or what, but I always end up doing shit. I mean, like, if I do one thing, if I hang up picture, if I do anything, I'm like, look at that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm staring at this picture over here, which none of you guys can see. It's crooked as fuck, and it's really bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I did determine that I'd like to pay someone to paint. Um, yeah, painting sucks. I talked to our dude, RV. What's, what's RV's company's name? CA Residential Services. Hit him up. Hit him up. But yeah, I hit him up on some painting stuff and he was like, I got you, dude. That's RV at CA Residential Services. If you need anything done, he's your guy. 
tell them the 500 club sent you for a nice hefty discount <laughs> 500 doll hairs off your first purchase i'm pretty sure if you spend like 10 g's with that dude he'll give you 500 bucks off real talk rv's like his prices are the most fair i've ever come across oh for sure he's done work for me in my home i'm actually i was talking with him about booking him up for some more work probably in the spring okay so yeah i recommend him highly why don't you i apologize i keep cutting in on this but tilt that toward there you yeah, go. yeah so we have this new set like we're sitting on this couch and i'm trying to stare in brian's baby blues i'm just trying to make sure like the audio is uh decent on this overall. yeah i hope it is but and i'm just hearing what's coming through the headphones but i apologize i keep harassing him about this microphone yeah i'm just trying to like look at you while i'm trying to position this microphone yes yesterday vince so another thing you probably can't see but there's a uh weird wooden build out it looks like some mini drum riser or something at the end of this room and uh, vince asked me if he could sit on that and i said yeah you can or you could sit on that couch over there <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> i said nobody's ever sat on it he's like i don't know it's kind of creepy it looks like a casting couch <laughs> so well, i hope no one's ever like done casting filming on this couch it's it's supposed to be new i mean it's like tan or brown right it's uh the color is what is it butterscotch Ooh, i like it's a it butter and it matches my computer chair so i thought it was kind of i don't know why i would know this fact but the casting couch is black leather <laughs> actually my first choice so going back to this stupid couch story is if that's super relevant i guess it is it's the new star of this show uh if we actually ever get this video footage online i know we've promised that in the past and never made good on it but um the first couch i tried to order and mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna throw out the name of this fucking company because they fucked me around for a bit but it was a black uh love seat and i think at that point i had been considering how hard it might be to get a couch up here mm-hmm. and it said it was available in the area and then they hit me up they're like nah now nah, you can't get that it's not available pick another one so i already paid my payment already went through and I think they were trying to get at like, you know, we can't give you your payment back. All sales are final type thing. Mm-hmm. So then I picked another couch. Again, no, can't get that one. So finally I landed on this one and I'm like, you need to cut the price on this. This is considerably more expensive than every other couch I've been trying to get. So they knocked a little bit off, but overall I was a little displeased with that. That's shitty. So whatever. I think this is probably a nicer couch than the first two I chose, but. I do have to say it's quite comfortable. It. I fell asleep on it last night. Uh, I was watching YouTube videos on this monitor over here, and uh, I just kind of conked out. I had all these lights on, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm hoping you guys are watching this video, and you can see this, like, psychedelic light setup that we have going on. <laughs> I don't think it looks quite as crazy on camera as it probably does here in real life, but I think it looks kind of sick. I don't know. Yeah, it's dope. I've been nerding out. I've been basically by myself. Going through quarantine, I was I was very sick, and we can probably touch on that little story, but um, I was just at home, like bored as fuck, couldn't see any friends, couldn't do anything, wasn't playing in my band, nothing. So uh, I was like buying shit and <laughs> setting up this studio and just kind of spending money on that. And I was like, I- I've been wanting to do a live stream of us playing a set, yeah, and I'd like to do that here. And I was like, I'm going to get some colored lights. Because I want that look to, to look cool. So I bought these stupid little lights. I think it does look cool. I think it does, too. So now we got cool little blue and pink lights for our uh, for all of our shit. Yeah. I've also been just 
buying all kinds of random crap. It's so easy. Yeah, dude. Amazon's here all the fucking time. I feel bad. Like, you ever go on a streak where you buy, like, five items in a row, but you buy them individually? You know what? I started boxing everything together. You're using, like, the Amazon Day thing? Yeah, because, obviously, like, I mean, I care about the environment to the degree where I don't want that much cardboard coming to my house. But Mm -hmm. also, uh, it's really hard to get rid of all that fucking cardboard. I mean, I recycle it. Yeah, you can until, like, we're ordering so much, our bin is full, like, by Tuesdays. Oh, dude, our bin is full every week, and it's two adults Yeah, we are. dog. We're just straight up running out of room by like a Tuesday and our garbage day is not until Thursday. So I, I started having to like fucking bring shit to work and they have a bailer there. So they're open to you bringing cardboard. I'm like, I don't mean I got to cut back. This is this is too much work to throw away cardboard. They're going to be like, yeah, when you have to drive it from location to location, yeah. it's like maybe I have a problem. Yeah, it's been getting bad. So I've been bundling lately. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I tried to like. I've went into another venture to where I'm like, I think I want to start filming my fishing adventures seriously, you know? So I've been, why don't you plug that up right now, man? Oh, yo, power slam fishing. What's the, uh, what's the whole premise here behind power slam fishing? Uh, mainly I went with power slam fishing because it combines my love of professional wrestling and fishing. <laughs> but, uh, like, I just kind of want to be like, a, a kind of more of a rowdy personality, I believe, you know, and maybe we should do this with this show as well. Ooh, I'm clanking around. Sorry. Um, I was advising Zach that he should immediately pick out the most popular fishing channels on YouTube and start beef with them. Yeah, like a rap battle. But and we could even do the same thing with the 500 Club. But we got to get, we got to get back. Hey, Joe on. Rogan, if you're listening, you a straight bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Joe. Schmuck. Pick a lane, dude. Stop changing your opinion on everything. <laughs> the no. 500 club joe rogan brian will kickbox you joe rogan <laughs> oh my god he would kill me <laughs> that's rogan, why i said you joe rogan would beat my ass i if the two of us were fighting joe rogan in some sort of you don't think we could jump joe yeah i think we could i don't know maybe not i'm pretty bad i'm in pretty I've seen bad his shape. kicks no i think we could we'd beat the sh- joe rogan is tiny i don't care how hard like one of us would probably eat a pretty bad kick but if the other one just collapsed on him and just, well, he's a black belt jujitsu too. That would be a rough run, dude. I think we could, the pair of us, I think, could do it. But it would be a tough. A but tough there'd be ball. no half step, and we'd have to take it real seriously. Yeah, he's a he's a little dude, but I mean that dude could fight. Man. I don't know, Joe Rogan. Let's put this together. I'm calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> the two of us, the 500 Club versus you alone. Don't live on pay per view. I don't want to see Eddie Bravo sneaking out of a corner. Brendan Schaub, none of your buddies, just you. He, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody, that's a friend of his, that we could throw in. No, nah, because that guy would just be a distraction so Joe Rogan can come up and leg kick me and fucking destroy my knee. All all of Joe Rogan's buddies are like pro fighters, too, though. That's the problem. A lot of them. But there's like, I'm sure like, I'm you sure there's bring a Brian, comedian, dude. Bring Brian Callen's bitch ass. I'm sure there's a comedian I can take. Actually, we'll we'll do a two-on-two if it's Brian Callen. I'm fine with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know he can't fight for shit. You don't think that dude will just distract us so Rogan can get in some kicks? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't even know. They might have that game plan. I think we're getting a little big for our britches now. <laughs> yeah, this is interesting. We, we've, we've, uh. <laughs> Literally, I don't. We didn't talk about this earlier, but <laughs> no. we, we went from talking about possibly starting beef with another podcast to starting beef with. I'm guessing the biggest podcast in the world. <laughs> My mom always said, "Aim for the fences." <laughs> <laughs> we went right in for it. We went hard as fuck immediately. 
Well, all right, you already here first. Ruben Stutter, what's your opinion on this? Where have you been at, Ruben? Ruben Stutter's been burning us. Yeah. I mean, Stutter Watch, I think, died with COVID. (laughs) Has Ruben made it through COVID? How's he doing? Ruben's probably cool. I haven't heard nothing about him. I hope he's chilling. I hope he's good. I hope you're good, Ruben. Shout out to you. We still love you, Ruben, even though you never gave us any love. Big, beautiful, soulful bastard. I feel like Ruben Stutter's a celebrity at a celebrity level to where he certainly caught wind of the Ruben Stutter Watch and just (laughs) completely ignored it. (laughs) <laughs> it's like fuck these motherfuckers like oh this is nice Nah, fuck these guys <laughs> he, he heard like he heard about eight expletives in a 30 second span and was like i'm good man i can't my brain can't be associated with this i sing gospel music <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah I've, I've been uh as we've been going here for one i've just been sweating because i'm a slob we could talk about that too i got so much to talk about man i don't even know I'm having a real hard time deciding what to dive in on. I, I'm very unhealthy right now. I'll say that. Oh, uh, that makes two of us. I mean, I don't even know if I want to talk health on this episode. I, I know I want to get back into shape. I do. And I'm hoping this can be a caveat for that. Like us getting back into this show and talking about this shit and, and just trying to maybe use this as a catalyst for, for us to get into shape. I'm pretty sure. Fuck it. I'll go. I'm pretty sure I put on everything that I lost. <laughs> I can't remember where I started. I don't think I did put everything on. I know the fattest I've ever been was like 315 pounds. Uh, I don't recall where I started the last time we started. But right now I'm 290 pounds. And I know the last time we were rolling hard, I think I was down to like 270. I don't even remember. Was I maybe in the, 260s? Did I get in the 30s? Two, 330s? Uh, yeah. 20s or something? 40s or 30s somewhere in that range Uh, yeah i'm not quite sure we were were both doing pretty well and i just saw a picture from like circa whenever the 500 club was rolling hard and i i looked quite a bit better quite a bit healthier yeah so i would really love to get back to that point and then surpass it and maybe just maybe reach the goal one day reach the goal just maybe just get down to 500 just just one time well I'm trying, so I haven't weighed myself in like probably the past couple of weeks, but let me tell you, I'm fat. I can get a, dude, I can get an official scale up here and we'll get a camera trained on it and start doing this official, official. We could. How how was the drive? Yeah. Was the drive bogus for you? To get here? Yeah. No, it wasn't too bad. I know it's weird. Um, I've been driving out here for a long time because Thieves rehearses or rehearsed uh, 10 minutes down the road uh-huh. at Greg's house and forever I was just used to taking that ride and it was like a 40 minute drive or so but yeah, I want to say I was around that it's one of those weird deals I'm not familiar with this area I, I've not lived here very long I don't give a fuck I'll throw it out there I live in Crystal Lake now we don't have enough fans for me to give a shit <laughs> I won't give you my address but um, I'm not really all that familiar with this area so everything looks a little bit weird and, and foreign because I just haven't done the drive that much yeah. for that long. So it like feels much longer than it really is. It's literally 10 minutes or 11 minutes from Greg's house to my house. Mm-hmm. But even that extra 10 minutes just makes it feel super long. Yeah. My, my biggest, like the hardest part about getting to your house is finding your fucking driveway. Yeah. So like I was coming and that's when I put the signal on for probably like way longer than I needed to. And they just stayed on my ass. And I'm like, I don't know where I'm turning. <laughs> yeah. That is, so my house is like super. 
I, well, actually, that's funny. I could probably give you my address. And, and if some weirdo tried it. to come here and find the place, they wouldn't be able to. Our house is, uh, it's tucked way back off of a main road. And I, the day we came to see this house, when we were out looking at houses to buy something, we pulled up and the street it's off of is a busy street. And I always told Christine, there's just no way I'm going to ever live on a busy street because yeah. we have Everett. But we ended up pulling up and I'm like, I told her right away, no way. Like, there's no way we're living on the street. Mm-hmm. We pull in the driveway and we look at the house and I'm like, this doesn't look anything like the fucking house that we saw online. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. She's like, well, this driveway keeps going. So we start taking the driveway, go a little further, go a little further. Eventually, like a hundred yards later. We pull up and I'm like, what is this? Is this the garage? Because you pull up and you can see the garage of this house. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what's going on. So we like walk around the garage and then finally we see the house. I'm like, oh. And then we realized that this house was like on like a fairly decent sized piece of property, Mm -hmm. like a couple acres. And we start looking around. We're like, oh, this is sick. This is like a compound. There's like no roads that really have access to this and we're like tucked way behind all these people's property yeah sort of in no man's land so it's kind of sick because it's it's just buried away and when you're when you're on this property you feel like you're out in the middle of the woods but you're you're really not so yeah it's dope like i i figured it out this time like the first time i came here i was like uh i had to like call you and be like where the fuck is your house yeah you you absolutely cannot see it off of the main road no you can see it off of like a side street that runs along the uh, east end of it. But yeah. So that's how I ended up finding it. it was like I went past your house and I knew where I was at. And I had like a big old fuck off flashlight torch in case I needed to try to find your driveway. But it wouldn't help me anyway. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm pretty sure this is it. And I made the right move. So it's a little nicer now because since the last time you were here, I threw lights on the garage and on the uh, we have like a barn or like a pole barn. It's a separate building. But mm-hmm. I threw lights on on the fronts of both of those to kind of light that way up. So once you do kind of round the corner yeah. on the driveway, you can see it. Plus, you know, people trying to get in your shit. Yeah. I was, I was kind of like trying to, I don't know, make it feel a little more secure. Yeah. A little, no. little less creepy when you're out there. No, for sure. But it's cool. It wasn't that bad of a drive at all. Good. Good. Yeah. It's been cool. Like uh, getting to work is a little easier for me. I kind of work out this way anyway. So mm-hmm. I've been enjoying it. It's uh, and coming back, if I'm like going out to different places for work, it's a far drive. But again, it's sort of what I wanted. So I'm pretty stoked to be out this way. Yeah, it's dope. I, I'm definitely like, man, I want more land and out with less neighbors. Yeah, it's cool, man. And then the neighbors are all cool. And uh, like our one neighbor who we're the, like most friendly with uh, his kids ride four wheelers and shit because like, mm-hmm. there's another big piece of property next to us that those neighbors own and they let them ride their four wheelers around and stuff. And I'm like, you know, that's cool. We're going to make all sorts of noise as well. So have at it. Let's have fun. Sick. Yeah. They seem like really nice people. They're like, yo, in the spring, let's go camping. We got this camper. I'm like, okay, we'll see what's up. Dope. I don't know if I'm about the camper life. I know that's like a very uh, specific type of people. I think I, um, I've, I've been like kind of wanting one for a long time or like a pop-up or something. I think I'm down with the the notion of like a camper. But have you ever gone to those campgrounds where it's all campers? Like, oh, like where you own one camper, out there? Camper people. Uh, yeah. It's just like. They're their own group of people. It is. And I've been to like two different ones. One is like 
one was a bit nicer than the other. There's people that like live there year round, and I'm like, yo, this is just a trailer park that you guys say is a vacation property. Yeah, it's basically a big trailer park. Yeah. And they just live there a couple months out of the year. But then there's also them people that sneak around and live there like the whole fucking year. Yeah. If you want, just pull that mic back with you, bro. You can lean back as far as you want. Fuck yeah. Every time you adjust it, though, you just slouch a little further and eventually you're like, eh, fur. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. If my if my audio's fucked up, we'll, we'll work this we out. We used to be professional podcasters. Now we're, now we're back just in the amateur amateurs. <laughs> but so, yeah, there. I'm trying to think, man. We had so many things happen. So I had bought the new house. Your house was uh, basically completely destroyed by water. Not completely destroyed. No, nah, it got messed up and it got fixed again. It got it got uh, penetrated quite deeply. Yeah, <laughs> Mother Nature penetrated the shit out of me. But but then you got it back on track. Uh, what else? We so we talked a little bit about the the coronavirus. Um, oh, dude. I want to hear, because I actually don't think I've ever asked you, what's it like having Corona? Lay it on me. I'm going to say, I, I know there's like varying uh, levels of shittiness. Uh-huh. I think out of a 10, I probably was at like a 6 or a 7 for shittiness. Okay. I'd say a solid 7. Okay. Um, I pretty much had all the symptoms they talk about. The no taste, all that. Yeah. Um, And... Basically, it was a Friday. I got home and I started to feel off. I knew I was getting sick and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this this probably isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Saturday I woke up and I was fully sick and I'm like, shit, this feels different. Like it already felt different. I hadn't lost my taste yet or anything, but I had the aches and things like that that you would feel with like a flu. Mm-hmm. But it was a little more intense and I have tinnitus real bad from just you know, working in loud environments and playing music for forever. And that was going nuts. Like my ears were just ringing nonstop. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is definitely something weird. And then by the second day of being fully sick, I, I started to lose my taste a little and I'm like, ah, shit. And going up and downstairs, doing anything like that. I was out of breath immediately. Um, I had a really, I don't know if it was a kidney infection, but I had like tremendous pain set into my kidneys Okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I was sweating. Profu- I'm like, I've been sweating as I'm sitting here. I mean, just, you're a sweaty dude. Just because I'm a sweaty fuck, and now I'm like an idiot. I got a leather couch, and now I'm drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna keep perpetuating it. But, um, this was just like I'm laying in bed, and it's really comfortable in the room, and I'm just soaking through the sheets and the pillows soaked, and I'm just like, I couldn't stop sweating profusely. Mm-hmm. So like it, it was all of it, man. And I had a fever for a couple of days. Um, the things I didn't experience, I did have a cough. It was a very dry cough. Okay. I didn't have any sort of uh, phlegm or anything like that. No congestion, no stuffiness whatsoever mm-hmm. throughout being sick. And I didn't have any like burning in my lungs or anything like that. No nausea. I know they say some people get nausea with it. So I, I didn't have any of that stuff, but everything else was really intense. I felt like complete dog shit for a full week and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um, the following week, I was able to start working from home. So okay. I, I started working, you know, just doing taking phone calls, answering emails, um, working on some training materials and stuff like that. But I was still pretty jacked up. I was still like out of breath constantly and, and things like that. Um, slowly my taste started to come back, but then certain things were like off. 
So I was really struggling. And then obviously, like when you can't taste something, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but no. when you can't taste, everything becomes more of a focus on texture. Okay. So don't eat <laughs> eggs over easy when you can't taste them because that shit is gross. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it really, the text, the sliminess really throws you off. And it, it threw me for a loop, man, because, um, I think at that point I was still trying to kind of like do the low carb thing and and be careful about what I was eating and doing eggs was just not an option. Like it had me all sorts of fucked up. So um I was like I would just eat copious amounts of kale. Yeah, I, I thought about that. I was like, yeah, I should just eat like just straight up vegetables cuz what difference does it make? But for some reason, I think you get into that mentality. I don't know, maybe it's just me. But when I'm sick, I want to eat like shit. I don't know why it just makes me feel like when I'm sick, I'm like, if I'm like sick, real sick, I'm like soup. Yeah. Like I I was definitely doing soup, but I was also like, I want pizza for some reason. So I was kind of like fucking around and uh, I don't know why I kept doing it because I just couldn't taste shit. But as my taste started to come back, things were tasting different for a while too. And that sucked. Okay. Like what way? it just didn't taste right. Like it's something there's like a bunch of, you could kind of tell what it was. If I closed my eyes, I could tell you what I was biting into sort of, but uh-huh. it had a bunch of like off notes that wouldn't normally be there. So that's so fucking weird. It was weird. And to this day, like anytime I've had eggs since I've been scrambling them, I don't, I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to be all skeeved out and engrossed out when I try eggs again, but I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll give it a crack. No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> ba but yeah, man, uh, it sucked, and we, for like Thanksgiving, we were planning to see Christine's dad, and we had to cancel that, mm-hmm. and um, now, obviously, we're we're past it. Um, Christine ended up getting it as well, Yeah, not to throw her business out there, but we were trying to be very careful to where she didn't get it. We really obviously didn't want Everett to get it. She ended up getting sick about three or four days in from uh-huh. me being sick and I was just like up in the uh, upstairs guest bedroom trying to stay away from them and all that stuff but that's when I just said screw it and came back down luckily Everett never showed any symptoms but Word. we're not certain if he got sick or not um, we called the pediatrician to see if we should get him tested and they wouldn't test him they're like we just are being overrun with this testing and stuff Yeah, if he's not showing symptoms we really would rather you not bring him in so he didn't end up bringing him in so we're still trying to be careful like I'm not having anyone come through the main parts of our house at the moment. Yeah. Um, practice or whatever. Anytime I'm having anyone up here, they're just coming up here. Word. And I'm making them piss and shit outside. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a bucket. Yeah. But um, just in case he didn't have it, and obviously we don't want him to catch it now. But I'm not, I mean, I'm not being reckless. I'm still wearing a mask in public and when I go to work, things like that. Totally. Um, when we practice, we all wore masks. I'm still trying to keep social distance from people. I'm not giving people hugs and fucking shaking hands and anything like that. Yeah. So um, I feel like pretty confident that I'm not just going to catch it again. I, I know there's like, I don't know. I know they talk about people getting it again and they're like, yeah, you can totally get it again. I've heard a stat that four people in the world have been recorded as having it twice. So. I've heard that. And then I've heard also like, in the world four, not 4,000, not 400. I believe it's called being convalescent or whatever means you've already had it and like uh they use it in like 
kind of quarantine structures that I know of. And uh, I think you at least have like a window of time where you are yeah. immune. Yeah, probably. I've heard 90 days. Yeah, I've like heard you're similar. really unlikely to contract it again within 90 days or something. Yeah, that's what I was like. I could totally go by Brian's house. Yeah, I'm immune, dude. I'll give you some drops of blood. We'll get you immune. Fuck yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, man, we'll spread that herd immunity our own way. Blood brothers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, the one thing, obviously, some people are, like, nervous about us being around now. <laughs> Yeah. Or vice versa, being around us, which I get, you know, it's it's a scary thing. I've seen it a lot. Um, like anytime people I know have had people close to them contract it, mm-hmm. you can see like a little bit of panic set in. It's just it's scary. And I've seen it happen a bunch at work. Yeah. Um, And it's just like it doesn't seem quite as real until it hits close to home. And then you're like, oh, my God, this is fucked up. So, um. I'm not going to be like cavalier or nonchalant about it, but I get it when people are like freaking out, but I, I'm probably a little less nervous than most now, especially cause I've had it and kind of gone through it. Yeah. I feel like earlier on, Oh yeah. I hit my water bottle. Sorry. Um, earlier on, I was a little more like, fuck this shit. It's a scam. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I still, I wore my masks and things like that. I wasn't like a complete idiot about it, but like, I still a lot of times see the same people I normally see and shit like that. And just as of, and especially like probably more summertime when the virus wasn't as bad, but like now like everything's flaring up and like, I haven't like left my house in I feel like weeks. Yeah. Besides to go to work because I'm essential, but I'm essential as well. There's certain things I'll never go back to like, and certain things I, I started doing one way. So shopping. Okay. Grocery shopping. Okay. We started doing all delivery. Okay. Delivery sucks. I hate it. It's garbage. Mm. Now, and the reason I hate it is they constantly fuck up what you order or say it's not there. And then they just bail on like that item. Yeah. Now we do through Jewel, through Jewels, excuse me. Uh <laughs> We, we place an order and then you just go pick it up. You pop your trunk, they put the shit in and you drive away. And they don't fuck your order up because obviously they stock the place so they know where everything's at. Yeah, instead of like Instacart or like a private company kind of a deal. Exactly. Like right. they're picking shit from their own store. Yeah. I saw that there and like Walmart does the same thing. And I don't know. There's something. I like doing my own shopping, picking my own produce, man. No, I, I hate that. And uh, particularly I hate like now we're going to New Jewels. Uh-huh. Or any store around here. Like, it doesn't matter where we go. They're different layouts. Yeah. So I'm not even going to say the, I'll tell you an idea for an app I have along these lines off, off the record. Cause okay. this is actually like a brilliant idea and someone will snake it if I talk about it on here, but it's an, it's an app that will make your shopping easier. I'll just put it that way. Now yeah. I don't even want to explain what I don't like about it. Cause I'm going to give away my app. <laughs> so. Uh, change the subject fast. <laughs> Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, basically, I don't like wandering around a fucking store. So there's my app idea. <laughs> it's the uh, jewel map. But you put in your list and it tells you where the fucking item is in that location. Because I'll have a list of shit and you're like, oh, it would make sense. Like the deli is all, always near the uh, bakery. So if I need pita, it's going to be over here. And then you go to a certain jewel and they're like, 
completely set up different. Oh, yeah, the pitas and the bread aisle. And you're just wandering around. And I just hate making multiple trips back and forth through the store trying to find where the shit is. Yeah, that does suck. I know I know on the Walmart app that they they do just that. Like you can type in whatever you're looking for and it'll let you know where it's at. Typical Walmart stealing a hardworking Americans idea and putting it to work for themselves. Greedy bastards. Capitalist pigs. (laughs) Man. So have you have you been doing like any dieting or any of that lately? Fuck no. Not me either, really. No. I I've I've got like I got like breaking news too, but I'll let you finish your thought. Uh, I was gonna say I have like touches of dieting. Okay. But uh I started taking meth. <laughs> it's a it's a proven time proven method of losing weight. Explain this. No, so uh I went to the nutritionist and I was like, yo, <laughs> I want to start losing weight again. What can I do? I'm open to any suggestions. And he's like, I'm gonna give you a low dose of amphetamines. <laughs> oh man. And the was, old that's like so 80s or 90s is it just like yeah let me get you on diet pills well i tried like i probably took them straight up for like a week and then now i'd so my grandma took them back in like the 90s and i think it was that fen fen shit that was like killing everybody and i'm pretty sure that's when my grandma died oh so i'm like sketched out on it kind of i was gonna say i held off on like cracking a joke about it but i did hear or i've heard that fen fen would make your ass pretty skinny pretty quick though too yeah yeah she was like like, it it was working and that's why people were all about it yeah she was you know she was a bigger lady and she was dropping weight and she's like oh i feel great i'm looking great whatever and then just one day bogus yeah like out of nowhere i'm like damn it so i'm like i'm assuming this is something way different (laughs) that i mean it can't be i mean way different it's got amphetamines in it but it's it starts with fen it starts with fen i know that So like that's is what it in I the saw. fentanyl family? No, it's P H E N. Okay. So it's a little it's a little different, I guess. But no, I'm I'm just kind of like skeeved out on it. And I'm like, I need to I need to get back on doing something. And then the bitch was like, I've tried going to the gym. Are you off the meth now? I have it at home and I've every now and then I was like, I'll take a little pick me up. <laughs> Does it feel like it picks you up? No, not really, man. You're not taking enough. Yeah, I got a like fucking handful. Are of you it. eating them or crushing them? And snorting them. them. Okay. No. Or just crush them and put them under your tongue. I hear. Smoke. Uh, <laughs> free base it with an old light bulb. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I'm fucking around. Um, I, yeah, it just sketched me out a bit. So I'm just really. Did I get you on? Uh, you've been listening to Nothing's for No One, right? Yeah. At least the new metal episodes. I definitely listened to all the new metal episodes. Shout out to to those dudes. Bill it's and a, Jason, really good show. Yeah, it's a good podcast. Also, Eddie Gobo on the new metal episodes. He's like the fucking, he's like the historian god of new metal. Yeah, it's dope because they'll talk about like shows and shit. And I was like, I was at that show. Yeah. Actually, I would love to hear you two mix it up because you're like a new metal fucking. I love new metal. It's like, I don't even know. It's not even a guilt. I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure. It's just a pleasure. It's just a fucking pleasure. I love that shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like, I go pretty deep into it too. It's not like I just like, I'm just like corn and limp biscuit. Like, no, I like, like the random small bands. I like noise therapy. I don't know about all that, <laughs> but you know, I'll get into like, I don't know, spine shank and 40 sure. below and American head charge. Yeah. A whole bunch of shit. Well, the the reason I revely, the reason I took that seeming, the odd turn into talking about them 
was uh, there's a new episode and Vince and Adam were on. Oh, word. And Adam was <laughs> Adam kept talking about crushing up. I don't know what exactly, <laughs> but he kept talking about crushing and snorting pills. I think it was some sort of upper that he kept mentioning. So, well, I mean, I got some fucking meth. <laughs> we'll mention your meth next time he's around. <laughs> uh. For the record, I don't think Adam does meth, nor do I think he is, you know, crushing up pills and storing them. For the record, I will not give my prescriptions away <laughs> or sell them, I guess, either. No, I forgot. Like, we're on camera, so I can't do my like. Oh, yeah. Hand signals and like, <laughs> I will totally not sell drugs. While a, con- I'm like, a common one is where he's like, yeah, I don't give my pills away. Or- I do the jerk off. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm he's never done that the- either. What, law enforcement agencies. No. Said something and <laughs> some said something illegal and then covered it up by giving the old like, yeah, I never do that. Yeah. Don't you worry about me. <laughs> But uh, what's his late breaking news you were speaking of? Oh, man. I've eaten pork. Oh, shit. <laughs> a couple times. Are you back on pork or was this just like a, sl- a, a slippery slope? I don't know, man. I don't know. I And you know what? This is like groundbreaking. If if we kept going with our show, how long has it been since we've been doing this? Like months and months, right? So like what? how long since we've put out an episode? Yeah. It's definitely months. So we had some steam for a while. This episode will probably have like two listens. That'll be you and I. And if we continue to do episodes and get back on track like we're talking about, I think we'll start to pick up steam again. But I hope our Kazakh buddy hits us up. Hell yeah. But if if we had continued to do episodes, uh, this would have been breaking news for the people who listen to the show. Uh, In reality, I don't think anyone probably gives a fuck that I don't eat or wasn't eating pork. And I'm sure people won't care that I have had pork. Maybe a few people will care. But um, this is a, a pretty crazy reason. <laughs> I guess my my reasoning for doing it is a little a little messed up. But Bruno, my dog, has uh, has just been like on my fucking nerves for months now. Okay. He's just a dickhead. He's just a dickhead. I love Bruno. I love Bruno, too. I really do. Deep down, I love the dog, but he's a bastard. And there's been moments <laughs> where he's done shit where I'm just like, I hate you, Bruno. Like, I'm going to go outside and you're going to call me back 50 times. And then I'm going to wander into the street or wander into the bushes and get sprayed by a skunk, even though you're pleading with me to come back. <laughs> so, like, I've been, like, so mad at Bruno. <laughs> and I was like. I don't think I love this dog like I used to love this dog. And I and for real, I don't, because now that I have a kid, like I realize, like I used to love Bruno at a certain level, like where I thought, like, oh, I love this fucking dog. But now when I see like sometimes he's shitty to Everett, like he'll run and knock Everett over. I'm like, yo, you're just a dog to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you, Bruno. So all of that being said, I was like. It made me question everything, dude. My whole moral structure. I fucking hate you and that skunk. <laughs> Get me a pork chop now. Well, the reason I stopped eating pork was originally because I was told pigs are smart as dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're like, my dog's an idiot. These pigs are idiots. <laughs> and I fucked up mine. I was like, man, I kind of don't have as much love for dogs as I once did. I'm starting to see him as like a prick. Dude, he's a jackal. He's a jackal, dude. If Everett's got food, he's fucking running up on him and snatching it out of his hand. He's just a jackal, dude. I call him a jackal all the time. And I'm like, get out of here, you jackal. 
So I was like, if I don't have that profound love I once did for this dog, how can I justify not eating the other other white meat? <laughs> or is it just the other white meat? <laughs> it's just the other white meat. Man. That ba- baby is the other other, right? Baby is the other other? Isn't that from Austin Powers? He's like the other other white meat. Oh, baby. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Either way, I digress. Um, so that's that didn't immediately lead me to eating pork. But that train of thought, I think, planted this seed. And it just started to kind of fester and then eventually blossomed into this idea. And I was just driving one day and I'm like, dude, I want ribs. <laughs> I was like, I want fucking baby back ribs, dude. I don't want to fucking beef ribs. I was like, fuck, dude. And we got, I got home. And I was like, let's order a pizza. And Christine's like, what should we get? And I was like, sausage. And she was like, shut up. And I'm like, I swear to God. And she's <laughs> like, no. And she told me no. And I'm like, I'm not fucking joking. Order a sausage pizza. And she's like, why? I'm like, because I've been thinking about it. Fuck this. I'm eating pork. So I I ate it and I felt so wrong. I felt terrible. I was like, I can't believe I just fucking did that. Did it fuck with your stomach or anything since you haven't ate it in a long time? Yes, it did. All right. It felt I felt gross. Maybe it was more mental than anything, but physically I did feel gross. Okay. So I was like, ah. I don't know. Maybe I just got it out of my system. So that's that's where I thought it was going to end. But then well, you still <laughs> craved ribs. Well, well, the, the McRib is back. <laughs> oh, my God. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the thing. So I don't know. One thing that we found out really quickly. And, and I, I'm sorry, everybody. Anyone tuning back into this episode, if anyone does tune in. And if you were expecting us to be on the weight loss thing, I truly apologize because I've been a shitbag. So anyways. Yeah, we might get there. Right now, we're just shooting the shit. Yeah, we're trying to get there. All right. But we're not doing that currently. So the moment we moved up here, we were like, yo, we just moved here. We got to get pizza. So Mm -hmm. we kind of cycled through for a couple weeks and we tried out the different pizza places. All garbage. And there's a Lou Malnati's out here. But I'm not really a big Lou Malnati's guy. I love Lou's, but you can't eat stuffed crust all the time. It's like, yeah, if anybody listens, that's not from Chicago, you know, like thin crust, like uh, what do they call it? Tavern cut tavern style pizzas are normal day to day pizza. And you probably eat stuffed like quarterly or less a year. Yeah. From out of town come. We're like, here, check this out. Like that's I mean, I get a craving for it. Like, like I said, a few times a year, but like very seldomly do I want it. And and Lou's is known for that. And their regular thin crust pizza sucks. Oh, their thin crust is fucking horrible. And we've got a Rosati's over here. Fuck Rosati's. Rosati's sucks, especially this Rosati's like in particular. These guys not good. Yeah, they use a ton of cornmeal. And uh, it ends up being like real gross and grainy and like gritty. Mm-hmm. And then they're like dumping oregano on the fucking shit. It's just not good. Yeah. Anyways, um, the other item that we started to cycle through when we got here was, well, we didn't really cycle through, but Chinese food. Yeah. I was like, yo, we got to find a good Chinese restaurant. Um, We tried this place called Chen's. Okay. I most highly ranked on online or rated uh-huh. trash, hot garbage, like day old buffet shit anywhere in the area. 
the old area is better than this. It's just garbage. Okay. I, I don't know how they fuck it up so bad. So <laughs> we were like, whoa, if this is the best out here, what do we do? So we ordered from Panda Express a couple times. Because <laughs> okay. like, sometimes I just need Chinese food. and that Panda's was, acceptable. It got me through. Yeah. It's kind of like in uh, it's like interview with methadone. The no, it's like when interview with a vampire. Where it's like you can survive on rats. <laughs> Basically, yeah. that's what Panda Express is for Chinese food. Like, yeah, that's just surviving. That's Louie in a sewer sucking down rat blood. So we did that a couple times. And then I was like, there's got to be something like because really, typically, like even bad Chinese food is not that bad. Yeah. I mean, like there's people that are like, oh, I'm a fan of crappy chinese food and i'm like but are you but i kind of get what they mean where it's just like greasy and bad for you but yeah even like that buffet style chinese food i'll eat it it's fine yeah it's fine i me and you both are china buffet men enthusiasts yeah i love it yeah oh also rest in peace golden walk (laughs) oh i was gonna ask is it gone they got covid they're done damn dude they took down the awning and everything oh man they had that fucking mongolian barbecue like yep whatever that would be considered this big giant grill that they would just like throw your shit on and yeah, grill you, up for like, you make fresh. your own stir fry kind of a deal <clears throat> that's a bummer anyways um long story long yeah i'm like we got to try another place so i find another place and i'm going through the menu and i'm like cool we'll get some uh, shrimp fried rice because that's what christine loves mm-hmm. i like mongolian beef i'm gonna give that a go and everything was kind of pricey. So I'm like, this better be good. Like, this is a little pricey. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like going through and I'm like, I normally get egg rolls. But yep. forever I was like, it has to be, you know. Vegetable or shrimp. Vegetable or shrimp or chicken. It can't have pork, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, if it's got pork, I'm getting an egg roll. Turns out it didn't. But as I was perusing through the fucking appetizers, I was like, oh, man, potsticks. Okay. It's been so long. And I've already eaten pork. I've already dined on that swine. So I said, fuck it, dude. And I got some pot stickers. The food was decent. This will be my new go-to place. Okay. And I ate those pot stickers. And this time around, I was like, I feel fine. I feel back to normal. Pot stickers love me. I love pot stickers. I fucking love pot stickers, oh, man. they're so good. The- so I don't know, man. I don't, I'm at like a crossroads in my life here. Do I... Do I continue to eat pork and just betray my morals that I'm now questioning because I'm mad at my dog? <laughs> <laughs> That's the most fucking ridiculous part of it for me. It's bizarre, but does it add up in any way or am I just a psycho? I think you just wanted to eat fucking pork. No, dude, I haven't thought about it like that in forever. No, I know. You've actually been pretty good about it. And I didn't give a fuck. A bunch for of so us long. like like we'll go on fishing trips. It will be like, you sure, Brian? Eat this pork. Like, people fuck with him all the time about it, and he sticks to his guns. Yeah, I just didn't give a fuck about it for the longest, longest time. Yeah. Like, it wasn't something where I was like, I'm craving pork. It's, I and I know for a fact, like, there were times where I'd probably ate some pork, and, like, if it was just in something, I'm like, eh, fuck it, whatever. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Like, I wasn't knowingly going after it. But I at no point was I like, fuck, I really want sausage pizza or a pot sticker or whatever but for some reason once i questioned my reasoning behind not eating it i started to think about it and i was like i want it 
<laughs> it's insidious, dude. It got in my mind and I couldn't stop thinking about it. So have you had your ribs or bacon or any of that yet? I have not, man. And I think at this point, like you tell me, Zach, should I should I go back? Is there any reason to go back? I mean, I I dine on swine. You know what? You know. In reality, if a pig was around my kid, what would it do? It would not be very nice to my child. Unless it was like a domesticated pig, maybe. But pigs are kind of assholes. I don't know a lot about pigs. They're cute when they're little. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, if well, I'm thinking about boars. Like a wild boar is vicious. Yeah, wild boars are assholes. And, uh, you know, they fuck up a lot of land and things like that. I'm, I don't get down with them. But I think just a regular old pig, kind of cute. Yeah, but that's kind of what I was on for the longest time. I eat but, cute shit all the time. And I don't know any pigs, dude. I'll eat deers. I'll eat all kinds of cute shit. Now, for the record, I'm not going to eat dog. No. <laughs> like, I might be mad at Bruno because he's he is so shady to my kid. And, like, I love my kid more than more than everyone, more than yeah. everyone and everything. He's my purpose. Yeah. Like, real talk. That's what I feel like. That's a, that's my purpose and my whatever, my legacy. <laughs> but. Like. Bruno's just a dickhead to him. And I'm not, I don't hate Bruno. I do love Bruno. Yeah. He's been a great dog and he's not like, he's not vicious or anything. He's not like aggressive, but his, his just lack of giving a fuck. Yeah. I was like, care. <laughs> he just doesn't care about Everett at all. And he'll snatch shit from him. And he's always, he's always lurking around him trying to get food. And it's just like the fuck out of here, man. Dude, I think he's, <coughs> I think that eventually they're going to be real big homies. Yeah, probably. Because, one, Bruno knows he can get food from him. And, two, eventually that kid's going to like giving food to him. Oh, he already does. Like, he'll throw shit off the table on purpose to get it to Bruno. Yeah. Because so, he just thinks it's funny. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. I got a good story. All right. So, Everett's starting to talk more. Okay. But he's obviously just really starting to talk. Like, he's he said Dada and Mama for a long time now. Uh-huh. He's a year and a half or whatever, somewhere in there. I don't know how many months old he is, but um, he's starting to say more words now. And he he was saying more words at one point and stopped saying them when COVID hit. Uh-huh. And that's because he was going to daycare and they were like all day long, like giving him words to say. So he was like, head, tummy, like he was saying all these types of words. But then he stopped for a while. He kind of regressed and wasn't saying shit except for mama, dada. And uh the next thing he started saying after that, he tries to say Bruno. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. He tries to say Bruno. He says, Bruta. Bruta? Yeah. And then it's slowly kind of transformed to where sometimes now he just says, Puta. <laughs> <laughs> and he calls, instead of just Bruno, all dogs are Puta. So <laughs> he stays in the day. Uh, his grandmother watches him, Christine's mom. And they go for a walk every single day. And I guess they were going out for a walk. And a Hispanic dude was walking with his dog. And Everett started pointing at the guy going, puta. Puta. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy was looking at him like, what? (laughs) Puta, puta. (laughs) And I guess Christine's mom was like super fucking embarrassed. Like, oh, my God. So that rules. (laughs) That's funny. Try to think. This dude I know his kid says, I forget what they try to tell him to say. He has several things that he says that sounds like 
they told him to say normal words, but it sounds like he's swearing and we all think it's the best. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's, I love you so fucking much, but I don't know what the fucking part is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite uh, anecdotes about something similar to that, uh, Greg's nephew couldn't say Greg. So forever he was calling him Uncle Cock. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't obviously calling him Uncle Cock, but like, he would try to say Uncle Greg, and it sounded like it was like Uncle Cock. <laughs> and we were like, dude, Uncle Cock is going to stick. Dude, that's such a great name. Until <laughs> the cops knock on your door. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Cock. Why does your nephew call you Uncle Cock? <laughs> you can't Shout- say geez. Shout out to Greg. Dundee Automotive. Dundee Automotive. This episode brought to you by Dundee Automotive. Stop in there. Tell them the 500 Club sent you. Ask for Uncle Cock. <laughs> He'll pump your fluids. <laughs> this is episode number twenty, bro. This is the big two zero. We, man. dude, I forgot we sang like fucking a whole bunch of shit about episode twenty on the never to be released episode. Yeah, I think we uh we had like a big fucking I don't nothing really big planned, but we did sing some songs and had like a notion in our mind that we were gonna do make a big deal out of it, and then we just didn't release it. Yeah. And then we went on a fat person hiatus for a long time. Yeah. Our last episode, I think I just checked, was released in May, mid May. So it's been a minute. Right at the start of everything. For sure. The world shut down and we shut down with it. So we've, we've covered the fact that I bought a new home. We've maybe covered a life event of yours. I'm not even going into in case you make me edit it out. Okay. We've covered the fact that I had COVID. We've covered the fact that I'm angry at my dog to the point where, for some reason, that makes me eat pork. <laughs> <laughs> We've shouted out Uncle Cock. We've shouted out Nothing's for No One. Dundee Automotive. We'll shout out Adam T because we've mentioned him. And shout out to Vince. Shout Happy out. birthday to Rudy. It's his birthday today. Shout out to Big Rude Boy. Happy birthday, brah. Um, what else? We've talked about Mother Nature penetrating your home. Yep. Uh, fuck, man. I got a new vehicle. You got a new vehicle. There we go. There's yeah. there's new big item number 15. We got to work it up to 20 for the 20th episode. Man, I got fat. You got fat? Well, go back to this new vehicle. Tell us about it, stud. Uh, White Lightning was on her last legs. And uh, you well, took some sketchy. Which I still have. You, you took that vehicle to places you shouldn't have. At times where you knew you shouldn't have pushed it that hard. Oh, yeah. On a regular basis towards the end. Yeah. I mean, like. You're like, yeah, I'll hook up a boat and drive it to Canada. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. That car's been out of the country, I think, twice. Yeah. I don't even understand how it made it. Uh, I mean, I was in a better mind. Oh, dude. That. It barely made it home. Cause so when I was launching the boat in Canada, I was at the boat launch where you're in the middle of fucking nowhere and I'm in this boat launch. There's a line of people in front of me and my like shifting cable or whatever stretched and I couldn't get it going to drive. The most I could do was go reverse or neutral and I'm on a fucking (laughs) ramp into a lake and reverse is not good going into the lake. Yeah. And I couldn't get it to go into drive. So eventually I was able to like slam it all the way down and, connected in a drive and I pulled out and I was like, should I just have a mechanic or something? Fix this thing. Why we go and fish for the week? And I'll figure out, like, I was like, I'm sure I'm going to get just totally fucking rammed up my ass. Cause I'm like 
I'm sure there's one mechanic. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hello, out of out of countryer. Yeah. You know? Actually, I don't know, man. You're in Canada. They're pretty fucking friendly. They people. are friendly people. Yeah, they're very nice. But, uh, you know, I was just like, <clears throat> now, for whatever reason, we didn't do that. And I just risked. Oh, I think because I was talking to Greg and he's like, you might be all right. So then I had this whole plan of I'm going to slam it down into drive. Actually, what we did was I had somebody else pull the boat out of the water. That's smart. Then we pushed the boat onto my car in a spot where I could just go straight. I didn't have to put it in reverse or okay, nothing. That's smart. And then all I did was slam it in the drive. Were you like, I'm not stopping and putting this in park for any reason? My plan was literally we would pull up to a gas I'll pump. I'll just keep the brake on. And I'll, hold, I'll keep the brake. And then you, whoever I was with, jump in the car, yep. hit the brake so I can get out and pee. And then I'll get back in. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. Or just piss jug it. <laughs> and then my partner was like, you want to stop in the Dells for overnight on this drive? I was like, not a fucking chance. Oh, bro, we can't stop. I don't. Maybe you could have wedged a rock under the brake. <laughs> I think I don't even remember if I brought it straight to the shop, straight to Greg's from there. Like, I think I dropped the boat and went straight to the shop and had Jen pick me up there. I think yeah, that's what I did. But I was like, this is super fucking sketchy. Just went for it. Yeah. Fuck it. Was Greg right? You made it all the way back? Dude, I made it. Fucking Greg. Dundee Automotive. Yeah. He's like, don't give your money to some Canadian snake oil salesman. (laughs) Bring it back to America. Get it fixed by Americans. You're going to be putting fucking (laughs) gravy in your fucking motor and all sorts of weird shit. Cheese curds, gravy. (laughs) I found an ice skate in the trunk. (laughs) Hey, knock the brakes loose with an ice skate. (laughs) <laughs> no but uh fuck. so yeah white lightning you still have i still have she's still in the yard i was like selling it but i just have it like i just got a new car and she's just been sitting there you know i gotta pull all my crap out of it plug that up though it's running yeah i mean yo somebody want to buy a car holla at your boy yeah man got a new ac compressor and it now goes into drive very easily yeah or in a park yeah I mean, and everything in between. It's been well maintained by Dundee Automotive. Made it all the way to Canada at least twice. (laughs) Once without stopping. So, yeah, but it got to the point where I was just like, yo, it's like a big repair away from just something I don't want to deal with. You got a lot of use out of it. How long did you have that car? Shit. I don't even know. But I mean, I put probably two like a hundred and something thousand miles on it myself which put it over two hundred thousand miles yeah that's well past its life expectancy and uh but i mean everything's been repaired and replaced and shit it's been kind of well taken care of in a way mechanically at least and so, uh what's up with the new whip tell us about the new so whip. i went and bought me a pickup truck yeah and uh i wanted to use it for my fishing excursions and adventures this vehicle definitely will go into park drive or anything in between yeah it can go into all kinds of things it it's has, nice as fuck it, oh it's super nice i bought like a 2019 silverado oh yeah yeah it's very cool very cool truck yeah so it's pretty sweet her name's elvira elvira yeah <laughs> uh, got big jugs no it's fucking it's actually from the oak ridge boys song <laughs> not familiar it's some old fucking country song like hi ho silver did that elvira have big jugs uh, I think Elvira's a horse in the song. The question stands. <laughs> I, sh- I'm going to assume so. 
Someone milked that horse. <laughs> you can milk anything with nipples. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. But yeah. How's, how's it been going for you so far? How's it been running? Dude, oh, it's solid. Strong runner. Yeah, solid, man. Sick. Uh, I took that on some fishing adventures. I was uh, planning on recording some stuff for Power Slam. As far as, like, uh, video? Yeah, like, we went and uh, did, like, a Southern Illinois. So, Rob and I, who is, like, a mutual friend of Brian and me, we... Good good fishing partner of ours. Yeah, and uh, we talked to, like, the Canadian resort owner that we usually go up to, and Rob now lives out of state. And the resort owner said, hey, if you guys can get up in the fall, there's a chance that they're going to open the borders in the fall. Uh you know, I don't need deposits or anything, but if you guys can come up, will you? And I've been wanting to do a fall trip up there. I've done one in the past. And I was like, I mean, if you're down, I'm down kind of a deal. And he was like, yeah. <clears throat> but the whole thing is he was flying in from Reno. So it was like, well, he's going to buy his plane fare regardless. So if not, we had to have some sort of backup plan. So it went from Canada. As everyone knows, we can't leave the country at the moment. Yeah. At least into there. And um, so instead, we went to Southern Illinois, kept in state and did like this little Southern Illinois adventure for some crappie. And then we went to another lake, uh, Kincaid, for a muskie trip. And that lake is sick. It's probably like the prettiest lake I fished in in Illinois by far. I want to hit it up after you explain kind of what the story was. Yeah, it's located in Shawnee National Forest. You can fish over a cemetery. That was flooded. So they, yeah, they flooded. It's a man-made lake that I think they flooded off the Big Muddy River, I want to say. Some river. I'm thinking it's Big Muddy, but I'm not sure. Or it might be the slightly dusty creek. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, they legit flooded out this whole old town area. And we took out a guide the first day, which I'm glad we did because the lake was super sketch. Like, there's flooded timber everywhere. So, and he was like, oh, the lake's actually kind of like low now so it was good because you could actually see it if like the lake was like six inches higher we'd be fucking up the boat left and right just crashing into like trees basically but like yeah be good. the dude was like super knowledgeable he's like oh we call this the graveyard because this is where the cemetery was yeah it's cool and like this is this farmhouse and this is that and now you're now we're driving down what was the old road and you could see coming through the forest like old dirt roads where it drops down into the water level, and on the other side, you could see the other end going up. So you could see the channel that the road would follow going That's through cool. the lake. It's pretty, it's dope, dude. And it's rocky cliffs. Like people go cliff diving and shit in the summers there. It's fucking super cool. I the, definitely want to go back. The Shawnee is the Shawnee National Forest. If anyone who's listening has not gone there and wants to see something pretty much the coolest part of Illinois, I would say. Yeah, head down there because it's it's really gorgeous. It's a massive national forest, and uh, it's just everything down there is fucking sweet. It's, it's pretty far. Yeah, a lot I easier say to go to southern Wisconsin than southern Illinois, but yeah, it's probably a five and a half hour drive from Chicagoland. I want to say. Yeah, it sounds about right, and it's a boring drive. Yeah, I mean it's eighty all the way down, and they will uh, they'll nail you. Or no, like, fifty seven. They'll nail you once you get to Effingham if you're speeding. That's like the mid midway point. Yeah, but it's fucking, it's cool down there. Uh, it's like basically like Murfreesboro, Carbondale. Uh, and it's just south of that. Rosa Claire. 
just making up shit? No, that's like I did one job down there a long, long time ago, and it was in a, city, a town called Rosaclair. Uh huh. And you, <laughs> they're like, yeah, it's down by Carbondale. Well, really, from Carbondale, you drive like an hour into the forest, and the Shawnee National Forest, like, there's nothing. There's you don't see, there's no towns. There's nothing. So you're just driving in the woods for an hour, and then all of a sudden. Mm. You get to a stop sign <laughs> and then you see like a couple houses and that's Rosa Claire. Like, so the town is there's one stop sign. There's probably like 10 houses and then there's like a restaurant and a dollar general store. Yeah. And then there was like some company that did something with uh, materials that were mined locally in that area. But yeah, it's just a, I don't know. That's the only town I know down there. Rosa Claire. <laughs> I know like they were like, if you travel 40 minutes this way, you're in Kentucky. Yeah. This way, Missouri. It's like right in that little Kentucky's area. across a river. The Mississippi, Mississippi? One of them. Or some river. Illinois River. Whatever it is. I think they're across the water from. Like the that's the Ohio? border. I don't know. One of them. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It's cool down there. Yeah. It's rad. It's It's a totally different state to me down yeah, it, that way. It feels very different. Uh, it's cool. I'm into it. Oh yeah, well, that's good. So the trip went well. Yeah, it went well. Um, I don't but know where else. Are you gonna gonna get an episode out of that of Power Slam? I got some clips. Do you have any uh, any what do they call that? Hmm. We should know this. We're content. We're we're content creators. We are content creators. Did you get any content, or do you have any content out there? I do have some. So um. While we were fishing, Rob got all the catches. I was just getting follows and stuff. And uh, so I do have some videos that I put up on the Power Slam Instagram, which I think is just Power Slam Fishing okay. on all the socials. It it's is like up. we're the 500 Club. Something happened with the camera over by there. Okay. We may be back on. Um, I'm going to check it out. You keep talking. Yeah. So I have some content off of that, but I'm looking forward to getting it going more in the future. Uh, I'm going to try to get an ice fishing trip here recorded in the next month or two. Uh, probably end of January is what I'm hoping. Get it released early February. But then I think once spring hits, I'm like kind of getting more camera gear uh, and other things like that. I want to start probably putting out something weekly or at least a couple times a month or something like that would be ideal for me. So. Uh, I look forward to doing that as well as doing this. Power Slam is just spelled normal. Yeah, Power Slam fishing. Cool. Yeah, look it up, guys. I'm looking forward to uh, checking some stuff out and then hopefully joining you for some fishing adventures. Maybe I'll appear on Power Slam. Yeah, definitely, dude. You're more than welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's Power Slam fishing with no spaces. Cool. On the Instagram and all that good stuff. I think my uh, SD card on the one camera just ran out. So hopefully the GoPro goes strong and we can get this shit online. Yeah. It's going to go to one angle from here. What's yeah. up, GoPro? Hey. I was like, man, the way I'm sitting here, like people might be able to see the fabled gut. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. <laughs> we should just snap a picture and make that a cover. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've covered now what we're up to like 18 big ticket items for our, uh, Lives since COVID broke out and we stopped podcasting. Yeah. Oh, and we're dropping fucking microphones, losing camera feeds. I bought this new microphone that you're hearing me on now. Oh, yeah. We got some new equipment going. 
I've been rocking this. This is the RE320 by, was it, Electrovoice? Yes, I'm, I have the same mic. It's a quality microphone. It's a broadcasting quality mic. Yeah, so hopefully we sound crispy. And you know what? We uh, we tried to lay it on thick with two of these bad boys last time, and yours came out of the box broken, right? Yeah, I bought one off of Amazon on sale, and then I returned it, and these fuckers were like, oh, sorry about that. You could repurchase it, but not at the sale price. I'm like, what the fuck, motherfucker? They never made good on that, huh? They never made good on it. Bogus. And uh, I went and I got this one off of eBay, I believe, at the sale price. So I was like, sick. That's all right. Oh, cool. At the sale price. That's good. Yeah, it's a nice microphone. Hopefully we can get the uh, quality of the audio on this episode sounding nice and thick. Yeah. Lay it on thick. I'm like, do they hear me drinking water? Things <laughs> like that. I think there's all sorts of sounds happening, but. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll find out. We're on the casting couch. This is where the magic happens. <laughs> What's it going to take to get that shirt off, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks and a ride home. <laughs> so we could probably touch a little bit on some health stuff here now. Okay. Because I've been, we've we've touched on it a little bit, but I really have been wanting to get back into shape. Yeah, me too. I've been feeling like a fat slob. Yeah, me too. Uh, I've been looking like a fat slob. So I think it's time. I think we... uh Maybe we should like make a pact right here, right now that we're going to try to not even try. We're just going to do it. We're just going to get on it. Yeah, I'm I'm way down. <clears throat> I want to do something. The thing there is I'm not making excuses out of the gate here, so don't take it like that. That's a meth talking. I'm pissed off. Like I I was like with myself. I believe it was last week. I was like, I'm going to go work out after work. And, uh, you know, I was like Planet Fitness is 24 hours and I pull up. At like 10, 11 o'clock and that shit's closed. So I'm like, motherfuckers. Are they back open though, normally? I believe they're open during normal business hours. I think they just close early now. So I'm like, what the fuck? You, maybe because we went back to this uh, stage three protocol or whatever, yeah. whatever that means. But maybe does that mean that they're going to be shut down again? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they are. All restaurants are Closed to the public. There's other gyms that are open right now currently, though. I think oh. I think that's just like you. I don't think you can be 24 hours. Okay, fair enough. And um, I mean, most of the COVID cases are caught between 11 o'clock at night and six o'clock in the morning. There's a whole thing. I, I hate the thing that drives me nuts about COVID is just like there's so much fucking hypocrisy with it. Like, I get it, and I'm not an idiot. Like, science is real, and things like that. But I'm like. Well, you know, you can't eat with like two people spaced out in a restaurant indoors. But what you can do is you could eat in this indoors that we built outdoors. Yeah, we can eat in a tent. Right. That's silly for sure. Like or, you know, oh, if you go to a bar, it has to have a burger because as long as you're eating a burger. Yeah. You won't get COVID. You know what? I get what you're saying. And that's that's true. But they have to draw the line somewhere and wherever they draw it is going to be stupid. Because you have to draw a line. You have to say, listen, it has to be, you have to serve food. If you don't serve food, you're just a bar and you're not going to be able to stay open. So I I get it. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. But again, you got to draw a line. I get it. I just feel, I feel like terrible for people with businesses and shit. It's rough. It's rough, man. And like, I don't know. I'm always that asshole that just likes to put, point out like hypocrisy and everything. Yeah. And I'm a habitual line stepper. Yeah. Yeah, you are. It's all right. We all are. Yeah. So, but you know what, man? I'm hoping this uh, this new um, the 
What's vaccines? that thing? Yeah, that thing they give you that makes you better. The vaccine. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping this uh, gets rolled out quickly enough, and I hope that it works, and people don't start dying from it. But and it's not bullshit or has any adverse side effects or anything. Yeah, yeah all that good stuff. But I, I hope that makes a dent. And uh, dude, I don't know when it's gonna go back to normal. Not anytime soon. It's gonna take quite a while from now. Um, they keep yeah, they keep saying like, don't expect it to go right away. And I'm like, I think I'm like. I'm not tip top, but I'm closer to the front end. I think of the vaccine list and I'm planning on taking it, you know, but I kind of like where am I? The odds of me getting it. I, I'm a essential worker, but uh-huh. I'm definitely not like a frontline healthcare worker or anything like that. Yeah. So the odds of me getting it sooner than later are probably decent. Mm-hmm. Same for my wife, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be in the very first couple groups to get it because like, who knows what's going to happen with it? So I'm I'm cool. Like, let me chill, see how it goes for everyone that gets it now. If it goes well for them, cool. We'll, we'll grab it, get one, and uh, we're good on going on our way. Again, we've already had it, so I feel kind of like, fuck the world, I'm good. Yeah, there's certain shit, like, I was all pumped about, and apparently I was told that I'm incorrect. Was like, I'm going to get that shot, and I'm just going to go raw-dogging through the world, like, <laughs> freaking people out that didn't get the shot yet. <laughs> Yeah, people are like, you can't do. I was like, I got the shot. What's the point of getting the fucking shot? (laughs) I'm I'm definitely gonna be careful, regardless, until this is really handled. And I mean, what they need now that they've got a vaccine, that's cool. And if they can eliminate the virus and it's just gone, then there's no need for what I'm gonna say next. But I do think they should start heavily focusing on like a legitimate treatment that works across the board for people when they do catch it. What I'm curious, what I don't know about is they need one. If by chance you're a person that knows about this COVID shit, can you fucking tell us more about these vaccines? Because I'm like, I don't even know if it's like the flu vaccine where you need to get it every year. Or Mm -hmm. is this like the measles vaccine where you get it like once or twice and then you're cool forever? Sure. You know, I'm like, nobody. I ask everybody. Nobody fucking knows. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. It's I mean almost seems like uh, it's big news, but obviously, you know, the other craziness going on is like Trump did not get reelected. He's insisting that there's massive fraud that took place. And now we're in this whole deal where he's trying to like get get back in by forcing people's hands. That's not going to happen. There's just there's so much crazy shit. The world's stupid right now. Trump's a piece of shit. Everyone's like, it's the great reset. Yeah, Trump's a turd, but uh, and Biden's a turd, too. He's like barely alive. I just think it's going to go back to business as usual with Biden, though. And I don't know what it would have been with Trump. But there's still people where I'm like, I'm just I'm really surprised when people are like, I think Trump is the greatest president we've ever had. I'm just like. Dude, whatever, man. I'm just sick of hearing about it. Yeah, I think it's... <clears throat> Send him on his way, man. I voted for neither of those people. Yeah, I uh, get that. And uh, that made me feel good. Um, So I could kind of say fuck you to everybody. But... uh, They should have got Bernie, man. I went for Mama Joe. But fucking is what it is. Uh, I, I don't look- think he's a terrible president by policy. I think his fucking mouth makes him an idiot. He's just an idiot. Like, like if he'd shut the fuck up and maybe like not tweet every day. Yeah. People might not fucking hate him as much. Mm-hmm. 
He says all the wrong things at the wrong times. Yeah. And he's, a, he's which a, I think is kind of got him to where, why the fuck are we doing this? I think it's kind of what yeah, we went sideways on. Yeah. I think it's kind of like got him to where he was at. And then he's like, I'm just going to run that same strategy going forward. But like, nah, if he would, I think if he would have calmed the fuck down, he's stupid though. Like from where he was, from where the country was when he got elected to where it is now, like, Clearly, there's been massive, massive shifts in the way we all have to live and in what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, no one wants to hear your bullshit now. Like, people are done with that. Yeah. And like, and, mean, and he's so fucking divisive, man. They did like the perfect thing with fucking Biden to where it was just like, we're going to stick you in a basement and not let you say shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, which was great. That dude's that dude's legit kind of fucked up. Like, <laughs> physically, yeah. he doesn't seem fit to to take the office but whatever man yeah whatevs it is what it is that's it, what's happening and uh tis the world yeah I, i'm not sad to see trump go but we'll see i hope fucking biden does all i right. just go stop fucking off like just get this shit fixed yeah take care of america yeah make us make us great <laughs> <laughs> make us all right again <laughs> biden make us greater again <laughs> make us more gooder than before <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i man. got the hair on my legs and i like to push it up and watch it fall down <laughs> what some fucking weird rant that joe biden went in with kids playing with his leg hair or something oh god it's fucking creepy yeah, i don't even want to hear it yeah i wouldn't leave him alone with my kid but i think sniff him more than the dog when he's got a handful of food dude and <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I my kid would, do this. All right, this is no, no time out. My my kid smells good because he's a little kid and he's got like baby shampoo. Yeah. If you're a parent and you smell your kid's hair and you're like, ah, this is sweet, my little kid. That's fine. But like some random, but old it's dude your selling, kid. Yeah, some random old dude going up and sniffing kids. Kind of weird, man. If I like wash my my laundry and I just grab a big armful of it and smell it straight out of the dryer, like ah. That gain freshness. What about underwear, though? It's fucking, I don't care. We all pictured you grabbing a big two barreling arms full of boxers and just running them up to your nose. Isn't that a little weird? Not as weird as somebody else did. It's not that weird. Every time I'm unsure of a pair of underwear being clean for wearing, or how do you think I figure it out? Yeah. No, a sock, you could tell. Yeah, you can tell. They lose their form. Totally. And they usually have some sort of like, in my family. For the amount of black that we wear in my home, we bought a white dog, you know, <laughs> I'm like, so now I'm like, oh, I just have fucking dog hair on the, like, uh, that's a dirty sock. Big mistake. You know, same here. Like I wear a lot of black t-shirts, uh, you know, not black jeans or anything like that, but whatever. Mostly black t-shirts. Christine bought these fucking throw pillows that are gray wool. Uh, They look cool, but like shit's all over my fucking shirts all the goddamn time now. Like, dude, you just ruined all my clothes. We even wash them. They come out of the wash like that. Like, dude. What the hell? So does the fact that Bendy ruins your clothes ever make you want to, like, eat pork? Eat a different kind of animal? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I fucking love that dog. I was, like, kind of, like, half debating getting another dog. Yeah? In a way. I think she would do good with a homie. Like a Bruno? (laughs) Hey. You in the market for, like, a Bruno? (laughs) I would not give Bruno away for the record. You know what? It is cute. Like him and Everett are starting to bond a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think that bond will get 
cooler they, too. And like now there's times where like Everett will just kind of lay on the ground by him and like they nuzzle up together and it's adorable. Yeah. But Bruno still probably just thinks he has food or some shit. Yeah, I'm like concepts of children and shit like were you ever like man i gotta see how this how were you when you took like the kid home with the dog were you like man let's see how this works out no bruno's temperament's pretty excellent and like yeah he's cool and we we just know we knew what was up with him we we were pretty certain he was gonna be fine what i didn't anticipate is that he would be so um unaware when he like runs and knocks everett over he's not like charging everett He's just like this big oblivious oaf who's barging through and he like knocks him over. Oh, like he headbutts me in the nuts. Yeah. Often. He just he gets excited. So like right out of the gate, that's what got Bruno banished from our bed. He used to sleep in our bed with us. Mm-hmm. But there would be times where we would lay Everett down. And this is when he was like an infant. Uh-huh. And Bruno would fucking start stomping around and it's like stomping right next to his head. And I was like, get the fuck off the bed. You're never coming up here again. <laughs> like, that's it. Game over. This is dead to you. And that was it, dude. I then kept a fucking spray bottle next to the bed, like on my nightstand, because uh-huh. he hates the spray bottle like all dogs. And every time he even thought about getting up on the bed, I just squirted him right in his face. And he was like, all right, all right, I'm good, man. I'll never come back up again. So he doesn't even try anymore. But like. It was that's that's been the thing. Like, we weren't worried about, like, is this dog going to freak out and bite the, the baby? I guess I didn't really think about it actively if he was going to, you know, be oblivious to him. Uh-huh. I, in fact, thought he would be, like, very curious about him, which he sort of was in the beginning, but very quickly that wore off. And he was just like, duh, 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 I'm going to stop around like a maniac and maybe crush your little baby. Mm. So, yeah, that's kind of where that was. Where That's like shit that, like, pops into my head. Like, if I have children, I'm like, I wonder how this dog's going to be. I think your dog would be cool. She's cool. She's a sweetie. and uh, But she's also a goof that isn't very. So either she's hyper spatially aware at times to where she takes weird routes through areas. And if there's like if I put a box on the floor, she'll start being like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. And like try to avoid it. But like when we're playing outside, she'll like start sprinting and then she'll kind of like try to just nip you a little bit. Like not bite you, but like hip check you a little bit as she passes that is i think that's part of just their dna so everett has a little uh fisher price or whatever car that uh-huh. he can like sit in and i can push him around the house uh-huh. and i like i push him fast because he wants to fucking roll so like we do like a little race course circuit and uh-huh. we fucking floor it through the straights as fast as i can go but bruno runs up and like tries to get at the car and it's just like he's trying to like hurt us and it's it's kind of fun because Bruno then just becomes the other racer. Yeah. And I'll cut Bruno off or I'll, I'll <laughs> wait until we're coming to a sharp turn and then I'll take it real tight to where he has to stop. Throw handfuls of change at him. <laughs> yeah. Oil slicks and make him fall down. I spray <laughs> the pan behind us. No, but like I think it's just in their DNA. Like they they see you running and they want to like like kind of control you, you know? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Try bringing that mic down a little like this. I want to hear that like fucking bring, mic bring it down a little and then up and like in. this. Uh, we'll see. Like like this. Yeah, yeah. All right. I want. I just want to hear that beautiful voice. Get that bass. Yeah, I keep hearing. I just keep hearing you like. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> most of, I'd say most of this episode has been me asking you to move your mic. You're asking me about the mic. Us randomly talking about shit that's probably going to get edited out. <laughs> I don't think so, man. This isn't really that weird of a. Yeah, I we haven't it. taken. We've got one big portion that might get edited out, which would suck. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. The rest of it's pretty good. True. I mean, fuck it. If you don't like it, kiss my grits. <laughs> so uh, if if we're circling back, because I think we just took a really big detour. And I don't know how we got so far off of this, but are you planning? I know you made an attempt to get into the gym. Didn't work out. What's the plan here moving forward? I need to get some sort of fucking exercise in, which has also been difficult because I've been working a lot. There's been with the way everything is like so much fucking overtime, like I'm working a lot. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm actually planning on going in the morning and getting a workout in. Okay. And then I was thinking about trying to start on the DDPY. Tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow morning. Oh, sick. And then I was thinking about on days that I don't work, uh, trying to get some DDPY in. I'm also going to be doing DDPY. Yeah. Because, well, I think I mentioned it a few minutes ago, but throwing my back today by like, straining it by fighting this couch up here and i wish i i should have really i'm gonna start doing that i'm gonna start just putting a camera on when i do stupid shit like that because that would have probably been really funny to watch yeah (laughs) but um the fact that i strained my back doing that i'm like dude the one sure shot way for me not to have issues with my back is has been doing ddpy and i want to start doing it again it's so sick uh, that i tell everybody between ddpy and like my therapy exercises, which I'll DDPY incorporates a lot of that shit. Plus CBD oil is like, I think that's the only thing that fixed my fucking back. I think, and I can't do CBD because there's always a chance that there's going to be some trace amount that would come up in a drug test. But I think if we were going to go back down the road of sponsorship, that would be the best avenue to take let's find like some shitty upstart cbd company and, and start getting some fucking revenue rolling in you it, should do an ad read for this episode on on the uh old anchor fm i take yeah maybe i will throw an ad in here somewhere but we're trying I, we need to sell out dude i want another source of income fuck yeah i i, I legitimize this that's another thing i did is because i'm trying all these ventures i fucking made myself a business like me personally an llc yeah i'm an llc i need to do that because this this whole room feels like a write-off fucking totally is especially with old goofy joe coming into office we're gonna have to find any cuts we can for these taxes hell yeah be taxing america to death man we ain't gonna never be the same two hundred dollars a magazine per rifle or per (laughs) gun shit come on i don't know how we get trump back in office but let's Actually, is that possible? And just for the record, so this isn't all taken out of context. I hate Trump, and I would never vote for him. But could he run again since yeah. he didn't get reelected now? Yeah, I believe it's happened before. That'd be interesting. I wonder if he would. He's so spiteful that that he's going to lose. I think he would. Um, I know. I'm trying to think. Maybe I'm thinking like Nixon because Nixon, I know, ran, lost, then ran again and won. Yeah, but if you got into office, can you run again if you lost? Like he could be the 45th and the 47th? Yeah. I think so. It's totally possible. How old is the Trumpster? 
Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, his seventies, right? Yeah. I wonder where he's going to be mentally, physically. It won't be good four years from now because he's a a bit of a slob. Ah, uh, but he's got a lot of money. Yeah, he's got that like cutting edge technology kind of money. And now, like former president, cutting edge money. Shit. Why you think he made? You think being president was like super profitable for him? I think being president super profitable for anybody. Like you have that going for you. If someone's like, oh, uh, the ex president of the United States, no matter who you are, goes to like a doctor's office, like they're gonna take care of you. Yeah, I if think you, you go just kind of had that money though, to where it was like, if you go to a restaurant, people are gonna be real pumped about serving you. I don't think that's gonna be the case with this guy, dude. He's got to be the most hated president ever. Nah, come on. No way, fucking Hoover. I don't think so, dude. Oh, Great Depression, man. <laughs> dude, this guy is basically going to get pinned for, and this isn't on him, but he's going to be pinned for an economic downfall just linked to COVID, and people are going to associate it with associate him with that forever. I think that he probably will be the scapegoat on it, where I feel like it was totally a group effort. And wasn't, so Obama was the recession, right? Like, uh, not the cause of, but I think, Ooh, I'm trying to remember if that oh, was wait. the tail end of Bush. I think it was Bush. So I don't know. Well, so Bush isn't Bush isn't very popular, but it's strange. Cause like no, the way well, economics work is usually like, no, it was, it was Obama. When did Trump get elected? What year? 16. Yeah. Obama had two, two terms, two terms. Oh, it might have been the tail end of Bush. I don't know. Either way, I don't think people are like, I don't think either one of those guys is the most hated president because of that. Or like, well, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Bush is pretty high up in the rankings for hated presidents. He's also got Katrina under his belt. Yeah. I, I don't know. See, this is, we shouldn't do this. <laughs> I, listen, you don't have to go into your fucking wonky ass politics or views. I'm just saying hated presidents. Trump is going to be up there, dude. I feel like I'm, I'm going to sound like a fucking total Trump tart and I'm not. <laughs> but kid, I feel that Republican presidents. Bro, don't you can't get the say same. you cannot say tard behind anything anymore. Am you I just canceled? got canceled. Shit. Well, <laughs> so be it. Kiss my grits. Uh, no, I just feel like, you know, depending on. What your political affiliation is depends on your shake in the media for real. Yeah, in the media, but I'm talking like normal day to day, like just normal people. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be a popular ex-president. Yeah, and I, I don't know, man. I feel like people fucks with Bush now. Now that he's not the president, people fucks with Bush. Yeah, and I like you see him and Obama chilling. Yeah, I haven't heard much of like Bush doing anything. But, like, even Clinton, like, a lot of people would be like, fucking Clinton's a piece of shit. Dude, people love Bill Clinton. <laughs> but people do, though. People fucks with him, too. Yeah, dude, he's a popular guy, Here's man. He thing. plays saxophone. I don't like most politicians. For the record, I don't like most politicians. That's why you're a libertarian. Yeah. I tried to read up on that. Dude. Term limits for all. Yeah. They're, uh, like, paper-thin... If you dig in just a little bit, it's like, oh, this sounds great. But I think they're kind of on some silly bullshit. Well, it depends. There's a lot of infighting. Yeah. Yeah. We want political anarchy. What the fuck, man? Just 
Yeah. Get out of here with that shit, man. Give me something that's going to work. Nothing, but whatever. Nothing. All right. Anyways, no more politics. <laughs> you keep trying to steer it away. I keep bringing it back. Yeah, Brian. Trying to get me canceled. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'm not trying to get you canceled. Zach is not a Republican. He didn't vote Republican. I don't know. We're yeah, not going to throw I out did. his. We're not going to throw all his business out. But he said that earlier. I did. And he's not a. He's not a. He didn't vote for Trump. Nope. So he's got that going for him. He's not a big Trump guy. He's just got some wonky beliefs, man. Nah, man. I'm all about personal liberty. That's it. Yeah. It's not even that wonky. Be free. Don't need no government to tell me what to do. Yeah. Just don't fucking hurt nobody. And who cares? I agree. Don't hurt nobody. Yeah. That should be the slogan for 2021 for everybody. Be nice. Well, we should be nice to everyone and ourselves, Zach. Yeah, we should. So we're going to circle back once again. Work on our fitness. And get back to our fitness. We suck, Brian. We do suck a little bit, but we're, that's all right, we're man. We're rusty. Uh, now you're going to make it awkward. No. Whenever you point out how bad the podcast is going, <laughs> <laughs> it feels that lo- that much less no, professional. Honestly, I just feel We've like- lost one camera because I didn't check to see that I had enough space on my SD card. We, uh, I think, dude, straight up, just a whole lot of shit happened since the last episode and i think that's it probably we're trying an to- impossible amount of shit to cover and i think we've done pretty well at at kind of touching on and and giving you enough of a splash of color to understand what was going on for each each big ticket item that's happened to us yeah there's just a broad enough stroke for you to be like hmm i feel pretty caught up with these dudes yeah we were in the shit same as all of you yeah we've been dealing with it dude and uh you know, I hope you guys are all doing well. Me too. I hope everyone that I haven't seen or heard from is doing well. Same. I hope your families are healthy. I hope you guys are mentally doing well because I know that's been a big challenge for a lot of people. Yeah. This shit sucks. And if I could offer any words of encouragement, it's almost over. We've gotten through the worst parts. You got the 500 club back. You got power slam fishing coming at you. You got all this shit that's so bright on your horizon. Yeah. And we're going to get you through, baby. Yeah, we got you. I I know we I know we tiptoed out on the hardest part and we weren't there for you at all through any of the thickest parts of this, but we're back now and it's downhill again. We're like, y'all be all right. We'll see you when it's better. I was like, fuck you guys. I got my own shit to worry about. Fuck this show. Oh man. Dude, it's it's been a time dude, it's still weird. Like the holidays. This is like the least Christmas feeling Christmas time ever. For me, the one thing that salvaged the holiday is Everett. Yeah, for we've, sure. We've just bought so much stuff for him, and we're so stoked to see him on Christmas Day because, like, he's now old enough. This isn't his first Christmas, but he's old enough now to where he's going to be stoked when he sees his shit. Fuck yeah. You know what you should just do for him? Well, maybe he's just a hair younger, but, like, just gift wrap the shit out of empty boxes and all kinds of stuff for him. Kids oh, just, just love gift wrap. Nuts. Yeah. Like, they don't care. They just want to open shit. Yeah. You know what? He's been really good. <laughs> He's been really good about not fucking with the gift wrap too much. He will rip the bows off. He he's now like obsessed with throwing the ball like a, anytime there's a ball. And that's one of the new words he says ball. So nice. every ornament ball ball <laughs> ball. Has he let one rip yet? Dude. So we have these bogus ass like super thin glass ornaments that were all over the tree. Uh-huh. I need actually I'm going to take a picture of our tree because it's kind of comical. Now, the the whole like 
bottom two thirds of our Christmas tree have no ornaments on them because Everett's been taking the glass <laughs> round ornaments and just throwing them on the floor and breaking them. Uh-huh. So he's just breaking glass all over the place. So we had to move all the ornaments up. So now they're all out of reach. But he was just literally I told Christine, I'm like, hey, if you leave these ornaments down low enough, he's going to snatch snatch one up and throw it. And she's like, well, yeah, we'll move it if it becomes an issue. And like two minutes later, she's standing in her socks and he takes one and throws it at her feet. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, I told you so. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's for me, that's like salvaged Christmas. Um, it's going to suck not really seeing our families and stuff. But yeah, that's sort of where I'm at. Like uh, my sister's pregnant and she's super cold. Shout paranoid. out to your sister's unborn child. Yeah. Uh, Shoot, I don't remember if it's a nephew or a niece. I think it's a nephew, but don't quote me. Okay. And uh, but yeah, they hate me. <laughs> they uh, so that we're we're trying to figure out how to do this. Like, oh, I don't know about going to the house, but just swing by and we'll give you breakfast, and then we'll open up presents virtually. Yeah. And then like, I think we're gonna go see the zoo lights. I'm okay. Like, like later, I'm like, all right, that works. You know, it's uh, I think leveraging technology is important mm-hmm. um and i think you know when you're opening gifts that's kind of a cool idea to just like hey let's get on a facetime and yeah. you know open these gifts and you kind of see reactions and that's fun but i will say uh there's times where like getting on a zoom meeting is totally cool and then there's times where it's just like okay <laughs> yeah like the idea it's- to see each other is is a little bit better than you know what the outcome is Totally, like, uh, like during the thickest shit, like, we would have uh, Friday happy hours. Uh, like, a group of us would get on Zoom and yeah. start boozing on a Friday. Like, hey, we're all partying. Yeah. Like, we're off of work. Yeah, I've done that with, like, Thieves guys. Um, talk to a handful of people through, like, Zoom meetings. It's okay sometimes. But, but it eventually gets a little, eh. Like, yeah, it was right. It's cool the first time, usually. And then it's just like, all right, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll um, see here by myself. Yeah. I just, it's dumb. I hate it. I want to see everybody. Bro, I just want to hold off on a high note, though, a minute ago. Bring it back. Circle it back. I miss now. everybody. This sucks. <laughs> Fuck this. We're giving you that, like, the realness. <laughs> We're giving the, the yin and the yang. I, mean, I don't quite know what that means. Yin and yang? Yeah. Like it's what? the light and the dark. It's oh, the is that all it is? Okay, so I do know what it is. Yeah. I was just like, hoped it wasn't some like, I don't know, some crazy shit where people no. are like side-eyeing me. Like, why would you say that? Balance. Okay, yeah. So I'm like the yin? Is the yin the light? Sure. <laughs> I thought you were an expert. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, I, I brought you guys the positives. Zach's dragging it back down now. I mean, I, I probably had some sort of jewelry or T-shirt or something with a yin-yang on it in the in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, I'm sure I had a rope necklace with a little yin-yang. Oh, I'm actually pretty Is sure. yin or ying? I think, fuck, now you're making me question all of existence. I, th- I always thought it was ying, but I think it's yin. I think it is yin. But, yeah, people say yin-yang. Yeah, I said yin-yang forever. Isn't I, it the I know it's the yin-yang yang twins. twins. Yeah. yeah. They have a sick Christmas song. You should listen to it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Shout out to the Yin Yang Twins. Yeah. If you want to do a 500 Club theme song, let us know. Hit us up. I, oh, you know what? I guarantee they would if we paid them. Yeah. Everybody. I'm pretty sure everyone will do that if we pay them. I wonder. 
I we've been talking cameos a lot. Yeah, get riffraff. I've been looking at cameo people who are on cameo, and uh, I'm just really disappointed at who's not on cameo. Like, who do you want? Here's the thing: what I'm about to say, people are like, "Yeah, why the fuck would he be on cameo?" But why isn't Ozzy Osbourne on cameo? Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to be. I know exactly, but I'm mad that he's not. And is Kid Rock on it? I don't know. I haven't been on cameo in a minute. I so Thieves was talking about cameos and like they were throwing out like, "Who would it be cool to have do a cameo for us?" Uh-huh. And I I opened with Tom Waits, <laughs> and Rudy's <laughs> like, "He is absolutely not on there." I'm like, "Well, then my second choice is Kid Rock." <laughs> it's like possible. the most bizarre jump ever. I was one year I think like when I first discovered what cameo was. I remember if I was going to win fantasy football, I was going to hire a former WWE superstar, the Godfather, to tell everybody to jump on the hoe train because I just beat their ass <laughs> in football. And I thought it would have been hilarious, especially with like that group of dudes because they're all into wrestling. Dude, there's there's some people that are like, there's a lot of sports. There's a ton of wrestlers. I'm just going to say sports personalities. There's a lot of athletes. On cameo, but they're fucking pricey. That's like fifteen hundred bucks for. There's low end wrestlers all day. Floyd Mayweather was like nine hundred ninety nine bucks. I saw the other day. Caitlyn Jenner was up there for like thirteen hundred bucks. I wonder how much Riff Raff is. I bet Riff Raff is in that three hundred dollar range. Is my guess. Because Riff Raff is what like a C celebrity, C list celebrity. Not in my heart. <laughs> oh, you know what? Like amongst my close friends, I don't think there's anyone that doesn't enjoy Riff Raff. But he's uh, he's not really a superstar. So yeah, I would, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to like get a bunch of people to pitch in for some cameos if they had the right people on there. I'm just not finding Yo, the people I want. Is this for real? What? Why haven't we did this already? I think Riff Raff is $85. Let's do it right now. Can we do it while we're recording this? I mean, we could write a script. Do it right now. You want to split one? I'll split fucking, a cameo. Yo, this is a I'm a fucking legit LLC. This is a tax write-off. Okay. <laughs> Get on it, dude. <laughs> oh, what are fuck. we gonna have him say? We we no. So you guys know episode 21 will feature a riffraff cameo. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have him on the episode. Do we own the rights to what he's saying? Can we get him to just can we get an audio clip that we one, can just cut into the episode over and over again? Yeah, I think once it's yours, it's yours. I know people like. Uh, How about this? Just as a teaser, I know people. I know people that hired celebrities and shit to use for like band promos and intros of songs on albums and yeah, shit. Yeah, I've heard of that. What I would like to do with Riff is if part of the cameo can just be him saying, "Yes, no, <laughs> we can interview Riff." And just keep cutting those in and if we technically own the rights to them saying yes and no through that it's not going to be bogus like no one can uh, catch us up and just you know cheating and using something off the internet where I although just, i don't even know if that's against the rules really i don't even here's my question i don't know if i want like regular riffraff or if i want the whole dale d'antoni thing mm. is it a different character i mean it's the same dude i know it's the same dude but is it like a different character? No, I think he just gets real into things. You know who actually. I was going to say, you know who would be sick to get hmm. is if we could get Serengeti. The rapper? Yes. But if we can get him to do Kenny Dennis, 
Okay. That would be a sick one. But I was, as I was thinking about it, I then realized if I were to pull my phone out and go on Instagram right now, he's probably doing a live video this moment and we could probably just get him to talk to us right now because he does more live videos than I've ever seen anyone else do. And I'm constantly tuning in because it's just typically kind of funny stuff that he's talking about. Not really the most funny all the time, but uh-huh. like it's entertaining. And uh, he's really good about just answering everyone that's like hitting him up and, and talking to him. I know when Brian Dennehy died, I was posting the Brian Dennehy song. Yeah. That had to hit shit. him hard. Fucking. Fuck yeah. Dude. Favorite actor. Dennehy. Favorite team. The Bulls. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that it? I don't know. His favorite actor, Dan, and he favors it. Bears, Hawks, Sox, Sox Bulls. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be the Bulls is the answer, right? Favorite team, the Bulls. What else would go? Because he doesn't mention the scrubs. Is he something about Jules? His girl, Jules? What about her? I'm sure he, I'm sure he mentioned her. Yeah. It's his girl. Jules and the Skylark. <laughs> Dude, Serengeti's going fucking to get dope. Some chops. You should listen to it. It's, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. If you're not aware, shout out to Serengeti. Uh, wonderful Chicago hip-hop, hip-hop artist. And uh, he's he seems to be a really nice dude. Really cool guy. From what I can tell on the interwebs. On his so, Instagram lives. Now that we're top tier, we have a couch and coffee mugs and shit. We're going to... This is going to be like the Tonight Show. We should get... Probably like some sort of little tray that goes here where we can place our drinks. That or just a little end table. Yeah, an end table would be nice because then we could get rid of these big boom stands too. That's also true. All right, I'll I'll do it. Or just a TV tray. Can you write off some end tables Fuck. for your LLC? Yeah. All right, we'll do that. Yeah, TV trays. So should we talk about the premise we were discussing for episodes? Because uh, I would like it to put sure, it. Sure, because I forgot it. Okay. <laughs> Well, then I'll talk about the premise I've thought about and I've discussed with Zach at length, but he apparently forgot. I would love to get some feedback, but we were talking for a while. I don't know how you forget this, but we were talking about watching Hallmark movies. Oh, word. And I was gonna, I wanted to do that as a full other podcast. But uh, yeah. So I'm now I'm spilling the beans on your other idea. Yeah. Well, I, we basically, I was thinking about if we did it in here, we could be playing it right now and we could have the audio in our our headphones but without anyone hearing it so we wouldn't get flagged and we could just be breaking down a movie on a play-by-play right this minute dude i'm i'm down for a hallmark play-by-play we can give it a shot so the whole premise would just be us watching hallmark movies and then in our typical fashion of you know tomfoolery breaking those down and, and explaining them to you as they went along i think what we could do is like going forward we'll go through the hallmark schedule and be like Today, we're watching Mistletoe in Love or whatever. Or next week, we're watching Mistletoe in Love. So watch that shit. And then you guys will have an opportunity to watch it. And then you can listen to our breakdown on it. And I I even wanted to go as far as like changing on a week to week basis. But I could be like a play by play one week and just really be breaking the film down for you. And then Zach would just be the color analyst and give you his two cents on everything. And some anecdotes, and then we could flip that. And I just feel like that would be a really entertaining episode. And it would have nothing to do with health whatsoever. So no. maybe, maybe your plan originally to make this a different podcast is a good idea. Yeah, because I had like uh, I had a whole bunch of different ideas, and I noticed a lot of reoccurring themes. I actually watch 
a half decent amount of Hallmark movies. I can't say I watch any. I don't even know where you see them. On the Hallmark channel. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I don't have the Hallmark channel. I don't have cable. And uh, so Jen loves that shit. Uh, we watch a lot of it. To where now I got, like, favorite stars. Oh, are they a lot of reoccurring actors? Oh, yeah. And then it's like there's, like, actors and actresses that are, like, from so much, like, 90s sitcoms and shit. Sure. Or, like, movies. Like, fucking Rachel Lee Cook's on there all the time. Uh, I don't know who that is. The girl from She's All That. Hmm. I'd have to see her. Yeah. Um. Just a whole bunch of like random fucking Candace Cameron from fucking Full House. Oh yeah. Or Candace Cameron Beret, excuse me. <laughs> uh, but I just call her CCB. Like I got nicknames for all these people and shit. There was this one girl I can't remember her name, but I just call her Poppy because she played a character named Poppy in some Halloween fucking Hallmark movie. Oh, and she's that. fucking badass. And she was on uh. I know she was on, what the fuck was that show? How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. She was like the, the, the baker, the baker girl that Ted was dating that moved to Germany and shit. That chick, that's what I call Poppy. So I rewatched How I Met Your Mother during COVID. And I was like, it's fucking Poppy. <laughs> that's a, a fairly decent show that lost my attention pretty quick. I watched everything into the final fucking season. How many seasons? I don't know, but it's a lot. It's a lot, like right? 10. Yeah. And then I probably missed like the final three episodes of the show. And I don't know why the fuck I never finished you it. You just never watch it. I did now. Oh. And uh, were they good? It's decent. I kind of like the ending. I can't stand TV for that reason. They just drag shows on and on and on. So I was talking about this. I like fucking TV shows. They drag out a bit too much sometimes. Whereas Netflix fucking pulls the rug out from under you constantly. Yeah. It's like Mindhunters was a shit, but apparently they're not putting out a new season. Yeah, I agree. That's one they kept up with for sure. Yeah. And it was going strong. I mean, it was two seasons, right? Yeah, they put out two seasons and it's open-ended. They didn't like wrap it up or nothing. I wanted to see what was up with that dude's psycho kid and shit. Yeah. That part bummed me out. Yeah. Like that. That was just a bummer. Like the whole show's a bummer, but... That yeah, kind of like a, a weird angle they took, but like I get it. It was like a good angle to take. It was just rough. There might be spoilers here for Mine Hunters, but if you haven't seen it, that's your fucking problem. I don't even think we really dipped into like actual spoiler alerts. But like, and fuck you guys, we're not doing another season anyway. So what the fuck do you watch care? It. But like, they built so much shit up. Like when the when the one girl, the lesbian uh, now psychiatrist, we're a, now we're in a spoiler alerts. That's what I said. There's about to come. They're building up this whole weird thing to be in the basement. And nothing ever came in the basement. She was feeding the cat or whatever. Oh, yeah, that was weird. That it, gave you. I mean, it was cool to just build in some suspense. I don't know if like, they were just building it to build it, but there was like definitely no something payoff. that should have something should have came out of that. Yeah, that was weird. Should have been that little creepy kid, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging around her window. Killing that cat or something. Who knows? Yeah. Or not a cat at all. It was a dude the entire time. Seemed like a dude eating. I thought just, it, I thought it was some homeless dude eating her cat. I straight food. up thought it was some weird dude eating cat food and like spying on her. <laughs> I thought for sure it was some dude watching her, but yeah, it was a creepy angle that didn't go anywhere for sure. Yeah, but it was solid for building suspense. Yeah, it made you very uncomfortable in those scenes where she was in the basement. Yeah, but yeah, that was I don't know killer show. Uh, Pun intended. Ah, actually, man, I need to start thinking about what I'm saying. That's a stupid pun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what other show I was. Oh, the get down. I thought was sick. 
Get Down was cool. And they kind of just sort of stopped making that one. Uh, not a Netflix show, but Wu-Tang was fucking raw, and I don't think they're going to bring that back. Oh, that sucks, because that show was the shit. Yeah, it was really good, and uh, I don't know. I They kept talking about doing another season, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, that was really good. The American Saga or whatever. Yeah. Um, What else? Sabrina ended. Sabrina was, was ending, but I'm, to be honest, I was getting over that one. Yeah, that, so that's the thing. I would much rather see a show end after two or three seasons if they're going to just drag it into sucking. Like when you ruin a show because you're out of ideas, that's that sour taste that gets left in my mouth. And that's the same reason we've talked about this in the past. Like I'm done with a band after two records usually because I'm like, dude, you're done. Like very seldomly does a band continue to evolve in a, in a direction that I want to hear because normally they're moving in a direction that like, is probably already covered and they're crossing lanes that like other bands are already in those lanes that or like if I want this, I'll just listen to that fucking band or you're deviating away from the style that got me to like you and you kind of go too far off the reservation with that. Yeah. And I'm like, you just got canceled. You can't say that. I don't know. That seems like a perfectly acceptable thing for most people, but I don't know if it is right now. My bad. (laughs) I'm sure. I think, I think it is. I mean, I haven't done a 23 in me, but I've been told I have Native American blood in me <laughs> forever. So um, I guess no, that, I'm on count. You're all good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, when when bands go divert very far from, from what they normally would do or for me, when bands stick to it and then it just gets like still, it's a weird yeah, line to can, walk. It's just not it's not possible. And I'm fine with that. I just will bail on a band after a couple records. That's and I've done that. And I'm I've not come a super back fan. to bands. Yeah, my favorite thing is a lot of the bands that I've gotten into. I've gotten into well into their careers, uh-huh. and that's just what I'm into. Or like the best is getting a band on their sophomore record. Like if you don't, yeah. if you discover a band on their sophomore record, and some of the bands I discovered have been like Norma Jean, uh, Misery Signals, like. Mm-hmm. Even Terror, I really didn't get into into their second record. Like, uh-huh. Hatebreed, another band. Uh, I don't know. Satisfaction's a business. It's a good record, but, like, dude, when you get in... Perseverance was their second record, right? Yeah. The, Sick as fuck. Like, well, not counting, like, Under the Knife because it wasn't a full length, but, like, those fucking first three Hatebreed albums were bangers. That, yeah, I get that, but, like, by that, by the time they get on that sophomore record... Even like System of a Down, and that's another band that like I got into when they released Toxicity, and then like I revisited their first record, yeah, and it's sick. But like when they have enough time to really develop their sound, and then usually if it's a good band, they're gonna have a little more money backing them, and they're gonna make uh-huh. a better quality record sonically. That's like the best time to get into a band, and then if you're, I get that. When you find a band on their first record and really get into it, people like it's so easy, especially for me, to quickly be like, fuck this band. Like, oh, they're selling out or oh, this sounds too much, you know, too polished or too whatever. So for me, it's always kind of been like a blessing in disguise to find them on that sophomore record to where I'm not just over them right away. I feel like a, a lot of bands, though, have trouble replicating first album success. Because, like, if you think about it, like, before they were signed, they were probably grinding as a band for a while. They had a lot of time to work on a lot of songs and probably condense what their best material was into one album. 
Yes and no, though, because you see a lot of bands that had like a handful of good songs uh-huh. and then they get a record deal and their first record is like whatever EP they had put out plus a handful of shitty songs that they had to like scramble to write to get a 10 song record. See, out. I always kind of often I feel like that's the way of the second album to where like, cool, you had this first album success. You fucking toured a bunch to build your following. And then it's like we need new material like now. Yeah, it de- it depends, but certainly in some cases I could see that. And that's why I think a lot of people always say like the first and the third album are the ones to go with. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a big second album kind of guy for a lot of bands. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you Life too. Life is peachy. I mean, you're right. I don't know though. Like self-titled corn. Self-titled is really good. a business. And I think uh, what came right after. Fucking follow the leader. Well, follow the leader is corn's best album. Yeah. In my opinion. Um. But I think $3 bill, y'all, was better than, uh, what was the next one? Um, Fucking Significant Other? Significant Other. Dude. All right. So I was always, always, always of the opinion that fucking Limp Biscuits albums went in order of release to where it was $3 bill was the best. Yeah. $3 was the best. Then Significant Other. Then Chocolate Chocolate Starfish. I have completely reversed that theory. (laughs) Now it goes three, two, one. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, fucking can't, I can't say I would agree Chocolate with Starfish has skyrocketed in my favorite Limp Bizkit <laughs> albums. I, you know what? I think we're being bogus. This is now we're treading in uh, nothing for no one's waters. I I just think you and I were talking new metal because those episodes keep spurring the conversations between us. That, but like you threw out new metal bands and I'm going to talk about it. But yeah. I, you guys don't own new metal. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. No. I had Jankos, motherfucker. <laughs> I think Bill had Jenkos for sure. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm sure. Sure. Fucking Eddie and Bill probably both had yeah. fucking Jenkos. Again, shout out to you guys. We really like your show. Yeah, no, your show's dope. We should end our episode now. We're literally just talking about another podcast. Uh, So we're going to listen to some death metal albums next week. <laughs> what's, your, fucking around. what's your pick? <laughs> I'm fucking around. Yeah. Well, I am getting a but little uh, suffocation. tired. No. And I don't know how long we've been going, but it feels like we've been going for a minute. Yeah, probably. I'm super blind. I don't want to like really squint and squint and see that and then look like an asshole. Yeah, this is this was an adventure full of twists and turns. And this was fun. And heartbreak I, and we're shaking, high highs and low lows. We're shaking the rust loose, guys. And uh, I hope it was an enjoyable experience for you to listen to this. Yeah. And I think we're we're done with the bullshit we're gonna keep recording episodes we're gonna get back yes. on it we're gonna do it for you we're gonna do it for us because we enjoy it we heard that some of you guys enjoy it and if you're listening we're assuming you enjoy it so yeah we're getting back after it yeah i'm not sure at what frequency we're going or like how yeah that's the right word what frequency we're gonna be recording at like how often like uh that is yet to be determined I think it's going to be at a minimum twice a month. Yeah. That's, Fair to say. That's yeah. where I'd like to start. Well, and, and I, I'm going to say, just to stick to our roots here, I'm going to start at 290 pounds. And I'm hoping that next time, no, I'm guaranteeing that next time we check in, I will not be that heavy. I'm going to start at my original weigh-in weight because I think that's where I'm at. Why don't you verify after the, after the episode? Yeah. Hit it up on the gram and then will you guarantee that, was that my, you're gonna lose weight? I'm gonna guarantee I try. <laughs> Standard. If 
500 Club approach right here. I got some leftover Domino's to eat when I get home. All right, we'll do it up. I got some <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings sitting in the fridge right now. But I say in two weeks, should we do a week or should we do two weeks? When do you want to reconvene? Let's just set that. Two weeks. We have holidays and shit next weekend. Good call. Two weeks from now. We'll talk to y'all in 2021. Better times are coming. Good luck next year. Better better luck next. What was I saying? Better luck next year. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what saying I was trying to utilize. Anyways, we'll talk to you guys in 2021. Uh, Two weeks from now, I will be lighter than I am right now. Zach is going to attempt to be lighter. And uh, we can talk about the holidays and how they went. But as for right now, I hope you guys all have a really nice holiday season. Whatever ones you're celebrating. In whichever way you can celebrate it with your families or your your close friends or whoever you would celebrate it with your pet dogs and pigs and cats yeah fish uh just be safe i hope you enjoyed our episode we love you guys we miss you guys hopefully you guys uh miss us will too. tune in and and continue to tune in if you missed us maybe you will please don't cancel me don't cancel zach i don't think he really said anything cancelable but i did somebody will find something but i did I don't think anyone cares enough about us to cancel you, but I mean, when I try to assume power, that's when they're coming for me. <laughs> now that they know you got that LLC, they might be jealous. Now they know I'm a business owner <laughs> with a bright eye and local politics. Capitalist no, pig. I don't know. I'm fucking around, but uh, yeah, it was just this was fun, and I want to do this some more. And we will holler at you guys next year. Take care, you guys. Later. Later. Bye. See ya. I miss you. I do too. You guys are everything to me. You are everything to me. And when, when I, I close, close my, my eyes, it's you I see. I don't remember the next line. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I, I was really struggling to figure out that line and hoping it was right. Best ending ever. You right. Bye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>